This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Well, no, but it's college basketball. (laughs) What's up, boys and girls? We got 120 some odd games to break down. No, we're not doing that today. Definitely not. It's college basketball. It's a Monday. Dave Sheriff and Matt Brown. Look, the Bostonian. I live in a goddamn world where Jeff Saturday is a head coach. Jeff Saturday is a head coach. How? I mean, Jim Irsay. My God, dude. Like, I I, I know you're excited. Wait, 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 wait. 22nd timeout. I've been busy talking to people and stuff all morning. Jeff Saturday is now the coach of the Colts. <laughs> you don't know this yet? I saw Frank Wright got fired. Uh-huh. Who the coach? His replacement is Jeff Saturday. <laughs> Inside job. In Jeff Saturday is the new leader temporarily of the Indianapolis coach. Inside never- job. He's never coached anywhere. He's never coached. He Gus Bradley's on the staff. Gus Bradley is a former head coach in the NFL. And Jim Mercer is like, yeah, that guy who was a center here for a long time, Manning's guy, a guy in ESPN. Yeah, go get him. He's going to be the interim head coach. <laughs> Who's next? Is Manning the OC? Is Marvin Harrison the, the wide receivers coach? I mean, like, well, like, what are we doing Pat, here? Pat's a special teams coach. Pat's special teams coach. <laughs> This is like Arizona State in the pros. Just go get names. Like, don't worry about what they can do or not. Just go ahead and put them on. Like, it's it's real easy. So, is 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 Saturday still going to do the ESPN stuff or not? I hope so. How awesome <laughs> would that be? It would be so good. He's like, hold on a second. I got to do a waiver wire. Uh, okay, yeah. So, so, what are you asking me now? I I, I just I I don't know. I mean, what today- in the hell is going on over there in Indianapolis? let's tank (laughs) CJ Stroud Bryce Young let's make sure we get one of those two quarterbacks man oh man (laughs) I I swear I did not know that Saturday was named I knew that Frank Reich was fired um Jeff knew that your Patriots would you know not only (laughs) win a game destroy them get the coach fired but get Saturday hired payback's a bitch Oh, payback for what? Are you still talking about this deflate gate stuff? Of course. I'll never stop talking about deflate gate. All of that is on them. That franchise. You think Marvin Harrison be the wide receiver coach? Edwin James be the running back, running back coach. Bring them all back. <laughs> Bring them all back. It's 1998 all over again. Bring them all back. I can't believe it. I, I mean, that is the craziest. Himself. I mean, there are there are a lot of really crazy stories going on today in the world, in the sports world. That takes the cake. Had to check Adam Schefter's email or, or, or Twitter account four times before I believed it. 
I was like, no, come on. It can't, this is not can't really be. Schefter, right? This is somebody making this up, right? This is can't like Adam really? Shefty who's tweeting this. Like this is not actually somebody. And then the Colts officially tweeted it out. We have hired Jeff Saturday as our interim head coach. I mean, cause he lives there. Like what, what, how did this go down? He was a consultant with the team. He had been Man, in the locker room. Gig. You people who are consultants or here watching the show, please, again, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, tell somebody because we appreciate you. How do you get – you're not a head coach at the Indianapolis Colts. He ain't even coached a peewee team. I have no idea what I, – I don't know. I, 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 I honestly think it's good as don't, do not know. It's one of the most insane stories in a really long time. I, but I, I, I just, there we go. Reggie so Wayne gonna, is the wide receiver coach. Trent Junk just said in the, in the chat, Reggie Wayne is already the wide receiver coach. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll buy by Maybe. I don't know. I, listen, boys, you sure. guys put it in the chat. I read it. So if you, you know, you want to contribute yeah. to the show, put it in there. But I don't know if he is or not. I just, that's funny if he isn't. And if he go, is, even go, better. Yeah. Just go, go get the whole 1998 roster again. I mean, Manning's going to be, I mean, why not? Like, was was did do you offer it to to Peyton? Did Peyton say no? Uh, that's all. I, I just want to know that. Like, how many calls Does Peyton did you make? look like on Monday nights that he's itching to get back on a sideline and coach a team? Nope. I'm just wondering though. Like, I, if you're Jim Mercy, how many calls did you have to make before you finally got to Jeff Saturday? Like, was it your fourth call? Was it your fifth call? Like, like how how far down the line did you go before you finally came up and said <laughs> Jeff Saturday? Does that make it better if he was the sixth call? I, I, at least it wasn't like he had no choice. Like he couldn't find. I don't know. Like Gus Bradley, again, is on the staff, a former head coach in the NFL, somebody who could potentially competently lead you over the next month and a half. You're not going anywhere. No, we're just it's trying to horrible. get home at this point. We're just trying to get home. Like they've got to get to the end of the season. Ain't nobody trying to do nothing, trying to stay healthy, maybe see if what we got going forward and lose. Like, that's what we're trying to do, right? I don't know. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just such a pain. It's, a, it's unbelievable. I don't know. I, it's so windy here today. I can't figure out what's can't going on. Can't go outside. No, it is like insanely. I, I, I dropped the, the Madeline and, and Julia off today. They've got their first ever field trip today. They're going to Spring Preserve. They've never gone on a field trip before. Oh, Madeline kids couldn't go to sleep. She couldn't go to sleep last night. She was like yeah. all wired up. Like it was Christmas morning today. Woke up, eyes banged open at seven o'clock. Right. She was so excited to get going. Dropping them off. I'm like, I can't believe you guys are going on a field trip today. Like it is as I mean, windy as it's been. Go inside. What are you talking about? Spring preserves outside. You're I think you'll walk outside, inside. Yeah, but I mean, like, what are you going to do? Cancel because of wind? Yeah. A- no. Oh, no, that's. It was it was crazy. I was walking around Are you going, from this Boston. Is, like seriously, you don't cancel yeah. this stuff. There's a wind. Wind? Yes, wind is nasty. Wind blow things over, get knocked over. Chaos. Can't I, think when it's windy. When it's like it's forty mile per hour winds. Like it's not like kind of windy. It's really really windy. It hurts my eyes every time I go outside. I let the dog out. Was down there with Kelsey just a little couple minutes ago, and I'm like, "You taking her out? I don't want to go out. I just don't." She's like, well, I don't either. I'm like, yeah, but it's your turn. You go. Like, it's warm at least. It's not cold. That's the benefit. Right. Oh, it was cold the last couple of days before that. Yeah. 
it's 40 degrees in like this. Yikes. But at least it's 60. So it's not that it's not that bad. Can you imagine having a ticket on a Colts to win the division right now? It's kindling. It's a nice little fire starter for you. <laughs> Roll that baby up, dunk it, and you know, something in accelerant and go ahead and light that fire with it. <laughs> you know? I mean, they got killed yesterday, but it was like the most predictable thing ever that the Patriots are going to do that. Sam Ellinger against a Belichick defense. Yeah, you're going to lose that game pretty bad. <laughs> That's pretty, pretty obvious. I told you I had talks with people who had the Colts, like respected guys. I know respected guys that were on the Colts. I don't know why. I kept I literally had the conversation with him Saturday in the book. South Dakota Mike, I call him. SD Mike. He's really good at what he does. He's like, yeah, I got the Colts plus five and a half. I said, listen, you got the best number in the world. It ain't going to matter. This isn't the same guy who claimed that Tennessee was going to kill Georgia. No, that's Uncle Charlie. That's Uncle Charlie. That's a different. Me and Uncle Charlie, I'm 2-0 going up against Uncle Charlie. So Uncle Charlie is jumping off cliffs. No, Uncle Charlie had Tennessee against Bama. He was right once. Yes, he was right there. No, but then the other game I went up against him. Oh, I bet with him. No, I bet with him and we both lost. I didn't bet the Tennessee. I didn't go against him with the Bama. He's been telling me Tennessee. Tennessee's been his thing. He was on Padres against the Phillies too. That's, that's who it was. Yeah, he was that's on the Padres. The that was that just was he it. had a yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. bad he had a ton of futures on that. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was the team I rode with him well, on, on that yeah. off the cliff. Sports betting's hard, huh? Speaking of which, real quick. Yep. If you guys haven't been a part of what we do on Saturday mornings, it's actually pretty fun. Oh my so gosh. on our Discord channel. We do a live conversation for you guys in the brigade. You can talk to Dave and I. Dave's been joining consistently now the last couple of weeks. I've yeah. been doing this for three years. Yeah. Every college football Saturday, we let you guys recommend your favorite bet of the day. We list all of the bets, and then we go and vote on them as sort of like a crowd a crowdsourcing experiment, thinking that we're going to go somewhere around 500. Like, mm. you know, six and four, four and six, somewhere in that range, what we're going to go just simply based upon the math as to right. how it goes with, with sports betting. Yeah. This season, Defies for the logic. last 10 weeks, can't believe it. This has become the best fade on the internet ever. This, this is an automatic cashing of a ticket. 10 recommended bets. 10 losses in a row by the people by the people who have recommended this last week. It went one, seven and one for the nine recommendations. I haven't gone back and looked, but I know for a fact it lost all the recommendations. had a losing record again for the recommendations, but they didn't even bet football on Saturday. They bet NBA basketball took a first quarter bucks bet. The Bucs going into the game were the number one team in the NBA ATS, number one team in the first quarter. What happens? Tie score. End of one. Bet doesn't cash. Oh, and 10. So Saturday, you may want to tune in just for the fun of it. <laughs> it's pretty easy to join. It's a it ain't even trying to lose. Like the, no, everybody's no, no. trying to break the streak. You're, you're helping. Everyone's trying. We're all trying to break the streak. Trying to all break trying the to... streak. I was like, won't... don't vote for the Milwaukee first quarter one. I was like, I was like, it's, 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 it's too high. Two and a half. Well, I had to, everybody wanted the Tennessee game. I had to talk them out of it going like, guys, I'm telling you right now. Take it off a, the board. I'm, take take it, off. it off the board. I, you're not, I'm not letting you. Okay. I'm not letting you take Tennessee because Tennessee's losing badly today to Georgia. Okay. I'm taking it off the board. I'm telling you right now, Georgia's going to stop Tennessee. And everyone's like, but, but, but no, but, 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 uh-uh. 
we're taking that game off. We're not doing it. We're not touching it. <laughs> Thankfully, I saved them from that. Didn't matter. They still jumped off the cliff with the Bucks in the first quarter. It's so it's it's a real study in it's fun to talk about the bets and then you know, it's just like the contests and stuff. Like when you actually have to go make the pick, you can like five games, but you can only pick one. You go four and one, and the one you used in a contest loses. Oh, like this guy that we're going to talk about with the six picks. I don't know what he was thinking in the survivor. I mean, I have I have no idea. But this Discord thing is real. It's every week. It's Saturday morning. It's a tremendous power. Yeah, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. People come up, 30 seconds to a minute, make their case. We greet each other like old friends. Tell us why. Some of them are. Some of them people I've, I've been talking to every week. They've, I mean, Sammy, I've been talking to every week for three years. Bear. I mean, there's just people. Bear Mollings has come up every week for three years. I know what they're going to play. When I love college basketball or they love the UFC or, you know, it's just, it's just kind of where it's they all are over the board too. It's NBA. Oh, yeah. It's college. Now basketball, I'm sure we'll be all over the place. Oh, yeah. College football. We had an NFL thing that we mentioned. Um, there was UFC. There's everything. It's not just like, oh, it's just this or it's just that. And it was all caca. I mean, it was oh. all poop. It's all Terrible. <laughs> Shit. All of them. It's going to be fun. 0 and 10 on Saturday. We'll see how, how long this streak can keep going because it's almost now. It's almost like the reverse. It's almost like a booby prize now. You want to see how many games in a row you can lose? <laughs> how many times can you lose? End streak. I would hope so, but it's a I need a slump buster doesn't even do it justice for how bad this is. This is bad, bad. Oh, and 10 on this. What's not bad, bad is Thomas Casale is going to come on in here, college basketball expert in 10 minutes. We're going to talk to him about everything Perfect. that's going on in college basketball. In the meantime, we're going to talk NFL football until we get to Thomas in the conversation about 124 games. I think it is Baylor playing right now against Mississippi Valley state. I believe is what they're facing. They're up by 40 at halftime. So get ready for a lot of scores like that. 61 21 today with, with these games in, for college basketball. Six games fell on the number yesterday, Dave, in the NFL. I mean, that's, pretty, that's a little, yeah, that's, that's a, for the that's bookmakers. A right there. Today. Right? Yeah, to the odds makers. I, I was going through the scores last night. I was like 2017, 2017, 20, four games finished 2017. What are the chances of that? There's just, um, the numbers are getting tighter. We've talked about this um, in years past. I've told people this, like, if you're going to get the NFL, you better get it in September because it is getting harder. November, December, man, it's tough because now the odds makers have the knowledge and information that they need to give you the number and say, go ahead, do what you want. Good luck. And the uncertainty of the NFL right now. Oh. <laughs> Buffalo lost at the Jets yesterday. <laughs> How did that happen? The Raiders were up to what? 20 to nothing? What? We'll get to all of that. We, you, you got your little thing, but I, I, I uh, got to give them credit. Like, this is a the day they go in. I feel bad for the college basketball guy today, though. Like, there's just, there's just a lot of darts being thrown. Like, how high do you make? Creighton's playing who again? Say it for me. St. Michael's of Minnesota. 
St. Michael's of Minnesota. St. Thomas or something. St. Thomas, Minnesota. Thank you. St. Thomas, yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, St. Thomas. I thought it was an island that I've been to in the Caribbean when yeah. you said St. Thomas of Minnesota. They, they played, I, I thought they were D1 for the first time this year. They're D1. This is a second year D1, first year in the Summit. And they're picked eighth in the Summit League. That can't graduated, be good. Graduated four of, their, four of their top five starters last year. Creighton under Coach McDermott. We'll do that later. But Coach McDermott is going to—they're going to kill him today. JJ's are going to absolutely. Run What's the line right show. now? Twenty-five. I laid twenty-five and a half last night. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see what. It's funny just saying it out loud. I laid oh, twenty-five yeah. and a half last night. Like it's nothing. In college basketball, like that this week, this month, Baylor was nothing. forty-four. Dave minus forty-four was Baylor today. See, like, like forty-four points. This is. It is currently 6725. And the current live line is 54 and a half is the current live line for Baylor, Mississippi, Mississippi Valley State. It's so hard because like even if you're like in game, it's almost like a roulette wheel. Just pick a number. 44. Good. That's good. Let them bet it. No, I, I told you this last night. I think they came up with the Creighton number. It's now up to 28 and a half, by the way. So I've got oh. three points. Three Not even close. Right. Yeah. Um, I think they came up with the starting number because the Jays under Greg McDermott have won the first game of the year by an average of 26 points. Oh. <laughs> so I think the bookmakers just said 26. Make the line 25 and a half. <laughs> See if anybody bets. Yeah. See if anybody bets. <laughs> just yeah. Go ahead. Make what's the average? What do they win the first game by? 26 points. All right. 25 and a half. Go ahead. Let's see what happens. There you go. <laughs> number. Let's see. And then the number I was 28 and a half. So all the, you know, steam coming in. See if the Jays can cover a 30-point line coming up on, on that. But it's, you know, it is what it is. So our guy Justin in Vermont is alive. Yes. He's alive. He took Philly this week. Okay. So he he had the Cowboys week before Philly this week. Oh, so he had a very relaxing Sunday. No worries. Kick your heels up. Enjoy oh, yourself. Nice move, Justin from Vermont. Yep. Not 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 stressing out. He said, for you "People I went, that may be joining us for the first time, Justin in Vermont is in the Circa Millions contest, Circa Survivor, where the winner wins a six million dollars." Listener to the show asked us who maybe he should look at. We're all kind of putting the brigade mojo together, rooting for Justin. What did he say to you? And would he DM you or something? Yeah. He said, uh, I went with Philly this week. I have a decent plan until after Thanksgiving week, week 11 is going to be tough though. So he seems like he's okay for a couple of more weeks. Okay. And then he'll, and then he'll, right. he'll sit there and, 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 and look to struggle to find a plan. He's got Buffalo left for Thanksgiving. That's his play. That's got to be good, my man. He saved Buffalo. Could you imagine having Buffalo this week? You get this long in Survivor Week Nine. Buffalo's playing the Jets, no problem. Put them on there; they'll win the game. They may not cover, they may, but they're going to win the game. They don't win the game, and you're out. Did, did you find out? Let's talk about this real quick before I get to Thomas. There was a guy in the Circa Survivor who had six entries for six thousand dollars. He put it all on the Buffalo Bills. Put them all, all six. All six in the Buffalo Bills. He loses them all. Do we know anything else about this individual? Crushem Sports. He's at Crushem Sports on Twitter. He put out a thing afterward. Thank you. It's been a great run. It's been fun getting to meet people and stuff. Follows me. I am. Um, I He's saw. Decent, is he not? He was on. He did a. He did a spot. I with guess Gil, on Beeson. Right? with Gil. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's Why? Out. 
has he talked about the, 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 the mentality or the methodology behind putting all six on one team? No, I, you don't, I don't, you don't give yourself an out. No. You, you, you don't give no. yourself any type of help. Like if he put them all six on them, I hope he put, took the jets for 10 times on a money line. Right. To make up for it. You know, then he made the money and he's out of the contest. No aggravation. He made 60,000, whatever it was, five to one. I don't know what the money line was, but come on. Come on. That's a tough loss. I, I don't Man, know. It's something to stomach because if the Buffalo Bills win and you do that, well, then now you, you got to make Buffalo sure. Anymore. Not even that. You can't Buffalo, but now you got to make sure you're going to cash in this thing. And there's multiple weeks left. It's 115 people left. We've got people in the chat asking. That's just, now there's 115 people left. It started with 6,100 and change. So 6 million plus and change on the line right now for that contest. I don't think I could stomach it, P-Roll. I don't think I could. I, I, it would be, think, I, would, I mean, I would be if so you obsessed. Me, I'm such a, this is how big of a baby I am. If you offered me a cut of the 6 million right now, time divided by 120 for 115, whatever it is, I'm signing up. I'm taking you it. You take it? 100%. Give me it. Yeah. If I'm, I'm going to. 20x my money I'm, I'm taking it i'm such a baby I'm, I'm i'm so not cut out for these types of things to sit there and suffer because now you start to dream now the, oh now the, that's terrible you can't do that i've done it it's terrible i mean six million dollars i don't care who you are that's an enormous amount of money <laughs> you start i mean i was there i was in eighth place in 2015 in the westgate contest we were going into the last week we we're like in eighth place but a half point separated us from the money we were out if we didn't maintain. Yeah. And I'm like, eighth place. I think that pays like a hundred grand. This is crazy. I'm close to just going picking up the big check. And we went two and three to last week, finished 31st, one spot out of the money. It was sickening. One oh. spot. Yeah. 30. They paid the top 30. We finished 31st. Half point out of the money. We didn't get a dollar. Oh boy. It took me about a two days to get out of bed. Awesome. All right, let's talk some college basketball. It is Christmas for a lot of it's, us who love college basketball. Hey, Thomas Casali is going to come on in and join us for the, I think the second time, is, right? We've had him on. Is he going to come on and tell us how good Creighton's going to be? Is it probably? Is it, yeah, because oh. him and I, him and I are are, are equal in our simpatico. I, I get to say senior editor now, Thomas. You got a you got like an official title now. Oh, Congratulations. Yeah. How are you? Good. Yeah. I'm moving up in the world. You know, the <laughs> it's, uh, everything's going well. I'm excited. College basketball starting. Uh, I love all sports, but this is the sport where I, I make my most money betting. So looking forward to the next five months. Thanks for having me. Man, Thomas looking good. You got the college football jerseys in the back and all this other stuff, but it's college basketball time. What do you do on the first day, because I know what we used to do in the book when we either put the lines up or took the bets, we giggled all day. That's what we did because we, you have to laugh to avoid crying because there's way too many games. Yeah. There's way too many things going. What do you look at when like today comes? Yeah, I'm just looking for a couple of lines that might be mispriced based on how I see teams entering the, the year, right? Like Youngstown State open minus two against Canisius. I like Youngstown State this year. I'm not high on Canisius. So I took them. Kent State, Northern uh, Kentucky, two good mid-major teams, but I think Kent State should be a slight favorite in that game. You know, so I took them. Rhode Island, I thought was a little short on against Quinnipiac. 
I, I took them. You know, I took South Dakota against Wisconsin. Wisconsin, I think, is overvalued. South Dakota, I think, is a good mid-major team. So I took them. But, you know, it's it's the opening night. And I, I really, it takes me two to three weeks to start getting new data in okay. on these teams. And I always tell everyone, go slow. I know we're excited, but we got such a long way to go. And some teams aren't going to be what we thought. Other teams are going to be a lot better. I mean, you know, Matt, you follow this stuff, you know, a UNC Wilmington last year, right? Picked last in the conference ends up covering for like two months straight. So yeah, give it some time. Uh, Let's watch these games. Let's get the new data in. So we're not using the stuff from last year. And then that's when we really get rolling. All right, so I have a 30 to 1 ticket. You have an 80 to 1 ticket on the Creighton Blue Jays. So let me ask you this going into a year where a team is ranked in the top 10, the highest they've ever been ranked, they've got impact players coming in and they've got impact freshmen about to play. Where do you go when it comes to the futures market and how important is it for you to get a number like an 80 to one, knowing that the market may be shifting towards them quickly? Yeah, I mean, I actually got a hundred to one too, because MGM was th- that number, Matt. That's a unique situation because I mean, you know, I was talking about Creighton in December, kind of for this year. They were young. I thought they overachieved last year. They have a great coach, so I was looking at them to this year. And when that number came out at like 80, 100 to one. I had to rub my eyes. I, I thought it opened around 50 to one and I, I wasn't alone because that number was gone within an hour of uh, when Kansas and UNC was playing. So I don't always jump in like that on the opening night of odds, but I, I couldn't believe that Creighton was, was that high. And, but, and I wasn't expecting them to get this much. Like I, I thought maybe by, January, February, people would be on the Creighton bandwagon. I was surprised, you know, they got the big transfer and then everyone was kind of on them. But yeah, I'm surprised they're down to like the 20 to one range. I didn't think it would go that low yet. But, you know, the one thing about Creighton that I'll tell people is I like them. I think they're going to be dangerous in March. But let's remember, they did lose two of their top three scorers. So maybe in these oh, early okay. tournaments, maybe maybe they maybe they don't come out as hot as people are expecting, and maybe you get a little bit better number than the twenty to one if you want to hold back and wait. I'm looking at these rankings, um, and you get you know you're talking about creating good numbers. Used to see this all the time in the room. You know, guys would take shots at different teams, maybe not like in the top five. I'm looking at the mm-hmm. top five BPI right now. Gonzaga, Texas, Baylor, Kentucky, Houston. Okay, you got a great price on Creighton. You like to, you know, put out futures or different things like that. Who are teams that maybe aren't in that thing along the lines of Creighton that our listeners and watchers and and people should be looking at, not just today, but like trying to grab prices on teams that maybe people don't know about that either you're writing about or you got in pocket? Yeah, well, I think Baylor is the best bet on the board. You know, I took Kansas last year at 18 to 1. Baylor at 16 to 1 right now is in the same boat for me. I, I'm stu- stunned that a team with this talent is sitting at 16 to 1. Uh, they're not going to be 16 to 1 in March. So that's the one right now. I think if you said, give me one bet on the board, I think Creighton's the best bet in any sport in the huge futures market right now. I know they're playing early, they're up by like 70. They ain't playing anyone, but their guard play 
is going to be as good as there is in college basketball. Two teams a little bit further back. You know, it doesn't happen often, but I think Michigan is a little bit underrated this year. And here's why. Like, you look at teams like you'll hear, oh, they lost four of their best players. Now, if you're Southern Illinois – that, that matters. But a team like Michigan, it doesn't always matter because you're bringing in hot shot freshmen, you're bringing in transfers, you're bringing in key players. And they have talent. So 35 to 1 with Michigan, I, I think is worth a look. And the other team I kind of like a little bit is Alabama. Alabama had a weird year last year. Sometimes you get a sometimes you get a team that has talent, but it's not a great team right? Alabama showed repeatedly they could beat anybody in college basketball, but they just didn't play smart. They couldn't make threes and they shot 50 of them a game. I think this team is much better. The addition of Mark Sears, the point guard from Ohio, I think is one of the biggest transfer gets of any team. Uh, Javon Quinterly is supposed to come back late December, early January from the bad injury suffered in the NCAA tournament. If he's about 80% in March, him and Sears together I think can cause some trouble uh, in the tournament. Thomas, when it comes to the transfer portal and every team now, it's sometimes you go down the roster and go, wait, who is on this team now? How much is it like just guesswork in the first couple of weeks for games you're betting? If there is a big impact transfer, Creighton's got one of them, but a kid that comes in who is supposed to be great, but we don't know that they're going to fit in as well as they could. Right. Yeah, you know where I like to hit the transfer portal stuff earlier in the season is at the mid-majors. You know, some of these mid-major teams are getting five, former five-star recruits. I mean, you take a look at a team like Samford, who has two of the best guards in the mid-major in mid-majors right now. They get some. Did they get a guard from Georgia Stanford? Tech. Samford, yeah, <laughs> the the Bulldogs, baby. Really? Not Stanford, Samford. Okay, I'm trying to make sure you said it out loud. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So you got you got to love Samford this year, Dave. The, but I, I didn't think know. that's I, I think that's where the transfer portal has really helped is these mid major teams. Like you mentioned, the bigger teams, it might take guys a little bit longer to get. It, like, you go to a team like Creighton or a team like Baylor or a team like Kansas. I mean, yeah, they got all five and four star players usually, right? So yeah. I. they'll 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 get in there they'll they'll be a big big impact but it might take a few games uh especially if they're in those uh early season tournaments right and they're playing other good teams like Creighton opens up tonight with I don't even remember who they'll beat them by 60 that doesn't matter but I'm talking about when they play oh yeah so St. Thomas of Minnesota. I'm going to go try to find a shirt or a hat from St. Thomas of Minnesota (laughs) this year. That'll be a goal. Go ahead, sir. No, but I'm just – I think if you follow the mid-majors, that's where, you know, Dave was talking about all these games, you know, and and he knows. Listen, the odds makers aren't – when we get to the those big tournaments during Feast Week and the there's big matchups, Ooh. there's Duke, there's listen, you know, the odds makers aren't going to be off on Duke, Kansas, right? Mm-hmm. But if mm-hmm. you follow those smaller conferences, that's where you're going to find a little bit of an edge early in the season. All right. Uh, so the other team that I love to bet on, besides the Creighton Blue Jays, I love betting on Drake. Mm-hmm. Little team out of the Missouri Valley. Okay. D rock is a dude is a man I've known for a very long time. His son's on the team. What's your outlook on Drake? I think Drake wins the Valley. Where are you on the Bulldogs? 
Yeah, Drake is loaded. I actually like a couple other teams in the Valley. In most seasons, I might have taken a shot on them to win the Valley, uh, but I didn't this year only because Drake is so strong. And in mid-majors, if you have one really strong team, there's probably better bets on the board. I mean, Bradley's going to be good. I think Indiana State's going to be improved. So I I think the Valley is going to be really good this year. But on paper, Drake is strong. And again, if they get into the tournament, that's going to be a team nobody wants to see. I think there's, I think they're good enough that even if they lose the conference tournament, they'll be in the mix for an at-large bid. Tom, there's a lot of people watching the show from all over the country, and you know we've been talking football all season and now basketball. What's the best conference? like in college basketball preseason going in right now? Because, I mean, you look at the rankings, the Zags you got to throw out because they're always near the top and they're, they're their own team in a conference. But the Big 12 looks ridiculous, really good teams, maybe a little top-heavy. The SEC's got a lot of teams ranked in the top 15. The Big 10 rarely gets mentioned anymore. There's a couple good teams, maybe. And then you got the ACC, which has the blue bloods that always seem to be there at the end. But when you look at these rankings between them and the Pac-12, like what is the best conference that you think is right now going into the season? I think it's the Big 12. They just have too many, too many strong teams. You're looking at Baylor, Kansas, Texas Tech, Texas, you know, Oklahoma State's going to be really good, much improved team this year. So night in and night out, you're going to have wars in the Big 12, where I think in some of these other conferences, you get a little bit of a break. I think the ACC is good. Uh, There's some teams in the ACC, I think, going to be better than people are are projecting. I think Miami's really good. Obviously, Duke and UNC are, are low it as always but I think there's going to be a few teams in the ACC that are improved so you know I I think that conference like you said the SEC my only problem with the SEC and I fell prey to this last year with Kentucky and a couple other teams I like they don't shoot the three well in the SEC for whatever reason a lot of those teams if you ever go and look at Ken Palm and like uh, in February or March and you're looking at the three-point percentages for teams if you ever go to an SEC team they're always ranked like 311th or 289 (laughs) and three-point percentage that's the area where the SEC teams tend to recruit the same kind of player the slasher the athletic kid but that's where they can get into trouble I think in the tournament is not having those outside shooters and we saw that with Kentucky when they played uh, St. Peter's in the first round, they really struggled to shoot from the outside. So that's my only concern with some of those SEC teams. I want to stay in the SEC for a second because right when the year was over last year, myself, I think you and I were talking about this, Arkansas and the fact they have the number two recruiting class coming in and five impact transfers for a team that's made deep runs in the dance with a head coach and Eric Musselman for the last two years. Where are you on Arkansas? Because it feels like everyone's talking about the team that we were talking about. They, I feel like they're forgotten. Arkansas is not getting the love that I thought they would be getting going into the year. Yeah, Arkansas is always dangerous because Musselman knows. See, the thing about the transfer portal is, do you get the right guys for your system? I mean, anyone can go out and get names. And a perfect example is, I thought Chris Beard did a terrible job last year. 
that wasn't his kind of team. He just went out and got guys, and it didn't mesh well. Mm. Musselman's talent is he goes out and gets his kind of players for his system. He's kind of like the college basketball coach, of uh, the Bill Belichick of college basketball. He can eye guys who fit his system, and they're going to be dangerous again this year. My only thing with Arkansas is I don't think we're getting the value this year that we've gotten previous years. Like right. Arkansas the last couple of years has had a lot of value. Now everyone's kind of on their, you know, and has figured yeah. it out. Hey, this team lower. goes to be yeah, the elite eight. So that I don't bet too much. Pre- Listen, winning the winning the futures in college basketball is you guys. It's tough. Uh, winning the NCAA tournament, you know, even Kansas. It's it, it, last year. It, it takes a little bit of luck. You know, Kansas could have yeah. lost to Creighton early on. If Creighton had one of their you know ten injured players, they probably win that game. So That's it takes true. a little bit of luck. So I don't like to go too crazy in the futures market uh, before the season because there's going to be a lot of stuff that happens over the next few months. I see what you did there, making reference to a coach and you use Belichick with the Bostonian versus the book. That was you don't have to kiss his ass. Everybody comes on here and tries to kiss his ass because it says Bostonian versus book. You don't have to do that, Thomas. Last one for me, away from basketball. Are you a Jets or a Giants guy? I'm actually a Cowboys fan. Oh. Yeah, the so uh, I've uh, I've been rooting for the Cowboys since because I I grew up in the in the late seventies and that's when it was a uh, Dallas and Pittsburgh and so we all me and my okay. friends were all Cowboys and Steelers fans. Okay. I actually walked into a toy store. My father wanted to get me a Giants helmet uh, when I was little, and I they had Giants, Jets, Steelers, and Cowboys, and I ran over to the Cowboys helmet because he was a big Giants fan. And you're a New and, York guy. You're in New yeah. York. And that's how I became a Cowboys fan is uh, going over to the helmet when I was like five. See, like people don't understand. It's like you can grow up somewhere and not have to be a fan of the team. Like, you know, Matt grew up in Boston, so he's Patriots through and through, and he just won't let it go. You grew up in New York and fought it, but you picked the Cowboys. How you pick the Cowboys instead of the Steelers when you had two options, I'll never I, – I don't understand how you did that. Are the Cowboys the best team in the NFC? I don't think so. I think they're, I think they're one of them. I'll tell you, I don't like in the postseason. I don't like the way they match up with Philadelphia or San Fran because the way to beat the Cowboys is to strap it on and run the ball right at them. You know, if you're going to go back and throw 40, 50 times, that's all Dallas. They're going to, they're going to pressure anybody with those pass rushers, but you want to, you get a guy like George Kittle, who's probably the best blocking tight end in in football. And you, you can use him uh, against those DNs uh, against Parsons. So I think those two matchups in the, in the, the playoffs, but are they are they one of them? I mean, this yeah, I guess this week they are. I, I don't know who's good in the NFL. I don't know who's bad in the NFL. I mean, no the, idea. The, the Patriots are way better than I thought. The Seahawks are in first place, which is shocking to me. Right? So, yeah, I don't have a clue. Thank you. All right, Matt, ask him a question before we'll end it with this. So uh, Jay Wright's gone. Kyle Neptune's now in with Nova. I hate UConn. Please tell me the Creighton Blue Jays are going to win the Big East, win the Big East regular season championship for the first time ever in school history. (laughs) Is Nova finally getting dethroned this year by Coach Mack? I think so. I think that Neptune was a great hire. I mean, when you win games at Fordham, you got to be a pretty good uh, basketball coach, right? (laughs) And I think Fordham. (laughs) <laughs> well, they don't win many games. Uh, the, and he did a heck of a job there. I think he's the right guy. I, 
I think he's probably a year away from having another really good Villanova team. This is even if Jay Wright was there, I think this might have been a transition year for Villanova. You know, and and who knows? They they could get to the tournament. They could make the the Elite Eight. You don't know what's going to happen in March. But I think regular season. I think Creighton is head and shoulders above everybody else. You know, I'm, I think Nemhard is my favorite player in college basketball. I think he's going to be Big East Player of the Year. They have the guys down low. They have the shooters. Uh, just get a little bit better defensively in the paint, and I think Creighton's the team. Just Sally, before we let you go, I got to ask you real quick: How do you feel about the state of Connecticut as a New Yorker? The state of Connecticut, I didn't, the Connecticut's never bothered me. The, okay. the, I just wanted one thing for you maybe to not agree on with Matt before we let oh, you go. I mean, yeah, no, Connecticut, Connecticut. Okay, oh. I got, I got, I got no, I got no problems with Connecticut. The, okay. right. you know, the, yeah, the, the only, the only people you I know like are on Connecticut. Yeah, I don't have, yeah, just, uh, That's you the know, problem. they're an afterthought. It's an afterthought for any New Yorker. No one cares about you know, Connecticut. No one spends any time thinking about the nutmeg state. It's just not even there. If it yeah, went away, I, nobody would notice. It's like it's like Vermont, you know. It's just it's there. Oh, <laughs> I, I agree. We finally got somebody to bash Vermont. <laughs> I mean, the, he, he, my dad lives there. I I, I it, went to college fine. there. It's tell just, them, it's tell just the there. Jeez, <laughs> oh. yeah. Tell the folks what's going on for you guys at the Action Network for college basketball. What do you guys have going on? Yeah, we got a ton of stuff at the Action Network, and I, I actually I'm in charge of the partnership with the New York Post, so a lot of my stuff is on the New York Post uh, site. I'll, I'll have picks and stuff, and futures, all that kind of stuff, and you can follow me on Twitter at the Tom Casali. Where uh, I, I don't like to post picks every night on Twitter, but I, I'll throw some on there, and uh, when I got some good picks, and hopefully we have another good season. Excellent. You're the best, my friend. Thank you for Thank the you, time. Sir. We'll do it again soon. All right. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me. Good luck this week, guys. Yeah, let's see what happens. That's Tom Casale from the Action Network, senior editor, joining us here on BVB on a Monday. Good stuff with him. Man, oh, man. Vermont is better than Connecticut, though. I mean, Vermont, yes. you get Ben and Jerry's. So at least you got something decent. I didn't know what Ben and Jerry's was until I went to Penn State, and they had a Ben and Jerry's there. Holy shit, it was good. Oh yeah, it's phenomenal. It's, it's absolutely an institution. It's it's decent. You get Burlington. Burlington's the, the the city of Burlington is way more interesting than anything in Connecticut. So I've never been to Vermont. Oh, it's fun. It's it's cool. I mean, good skiing up there. You know, it's it's basically Canada light in a lot of ways. It's <laughs> it's, it's 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 very similar. Right. It is. It's Canada light, and it's you know it's it's all right. A lot of cold. A lot of people listening to the show, watching the show in Canada. By the way, though, you're not bashing Canada. I'm not bashing Canada by calling Vermont Canada light. I'm bashing Vermont because there's no real identity to Vermont. But it it it, it makes sense why psychedelics and 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 psychotropic drugs are really popular. It's really boring. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just you know. It makes it makes life a lot more interesting when you're staring at green trees the whole time. At least the trees start talking. They talk back and it's, you know, you have a little interaction. Uh, Sonics and Ben and Jerry's for people that like a little bit of ice cream with their candy. There is a lot of stuff working in a lot of 100%. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, no, not too much. Eh, There's too much sometimes. Some of them flavors, it's too much. No, No? I like it. It's I I, I like it. Little, Little Terry MVC love. I love it. How are you on this? So good to hear my people, my people. See, this is what I do when, when you're drinking out of a fire hose, right? I narrow the fire hose. I get it into a a fine little stream. 
I don't, okay. I, I don't want to take all of it in. So I just go to what I know. And right. I spent the most time covering the Valley and the Big East. So I just bet Valley well, and Big East games. That's a microcosm for what you should do to have the most success, I think, in college basketball betting. Yeah. Like, if you don't know it, just because it's on or you think you know it, like, don't bet it. Because you're going to have, like, somebody knows it. This was always, I called the guys that were the college basketball guys in a room, literally Picassos. I mean, they were artists. They had to, they had to know so much shit. And I focused on like the big conferences only. I like to do like the, uh, the West coast stuff because I was always like, when I worked the later shifts, yeah, I was fair. like, all right, I got to learn the Thursday night games. Each night has its own dynamic. Monday was like big West or big, big East and, um, the big 12 games. Sky? No, and then okay. Tuesday was like ACC. Tuesday was a little more games. It was yeah. the South. We well, had Big Monday SEC. for the Big 12 normally right. on ESPN. In the, in the Big East, there was always a game. Then, then Tuesday the became, you know, they, they've tried to give each conference. I think Big 10 was a lot of times Tuesday. Tuesday, right. And, and so they've tried to give ESPN, yes. tried to break it up. But, like, we literally have something to bet on. Like, this is – I know you love baseball and the everyday grind of baseball. Yes. I love the everyday grind of college basketball. Oh, it's, it's tremendous. Different games it's not the same teams so you play three games a week on average sometimes two sometimes three at the holidays you'll play four or five depending on what tournament you're going to be in but i just try to focus in on certain teams that i like certain teams like i watch oregon all the time because dane altman's the coach of oregon so i'll watch pac 12 basketball games doing that i'll watch drake because of d rock i'll watch creighton because of coach mac i'll watch umass because it's my alma mater like i just i pick four or five teams that I watch as much right. as I possibly could pay attention right. to. And yes, it does get predictable. Yes. People who listen to just the picks, formerly the daily juice make jokes. Like right. how many times Matt, are we laying points with Creighton this year is the yeah. running joke. Right. And it's like, I'll, I'll listen, get- <laughs> it might be over whatever the number is. I'm going to tell you people bet it over. Cause he's so, all over this. He's going to bet them almost every game. Not every game, but a lot of them. Yes. No, I mean, a lot I, of them. The if numbers will start to get half to- over. The numbers will start to get inflated and then I'll start betting against them. And I have no problem betting against the Jays. And then you get into, you know, the Valley and a lot of these Valley matchups. I mean, Drake over the last two years has been the most profitable team to bet on in the Valley. They've been ridiculous. Is that the same conference Illinois Chicago's in? Correct. I love that conference for betting. Yep. It's an unbelievable conference. So fun. And Drake has been just a, a very consistent. Last couple of years. Not involving Drake. Drake no, runs the other teams, threes. The other, the other teams. teams, yes. Illinois Chicago is an under team all the time. Like they re- they got to replace like half their roster that, this year. That, uh, what's Sister Jean School? That's Illinois Chicago. Yeah, there's another Illinois uh, State. It, Illinois State's in that conference. Redbirds. Yep. Yeah. Illinois State are in that conference. Yep. Yeah. The Redbirds. There's, uh, you know, he, he Thomas mentioned Indiana State. Who could be decent? Sycamores. Sycamores could could be halfway decent. So you've got like a lot of these mid-major schools where you can see them and their coaches play a certain way where the books may have soft numbers. Drake has had really soft numbers the last two seasons on that. Nobody, everybody was fading them last year. Remember when we were doing the, we were doing the radio. Because they were so good the year before. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, they can't be this good. It was great. We were, I mean, all the rhombuses and parallelograms were very upset with the Drake. (laughs) Bulldogs because they were like, oh, they're betting against them. And then they bet them against them again and then bet against and they kept losing. It was fun. That was fun yeah. to root for them. 
So, okay. So we'll, we'll obviously college basketball, we'll get yep. some more stuff going. Yep. I better to book yep. it. Yep. Got some stuff in it coming up here. Let's skip ahead to the, the bad call for the bears. Look, oh, man. I am. I was on the dolphins. Okay. Oh, I didn't cover. Man. I laid four one oh, by three man. close at four and a half, but doesn't the NFL, I mean, this is uh, betting on, impacts a lot, but man. that call, how in the world is that not pass interference at the end of that game on Claypool? I mean, they literally gave him a hug. They li- like, did they really look at this? Look at that. That's a good shot. You did good look there. That. Look at that. People are taking that and they're putting that picture on their prom pictures. You know, in the prom picture where the girl stands in front of you and the guy claps his hands out in front, you know, that picture where everyone lines up and everyone does I think the whole I took prom. That, I think I took that picture back in the so, prom days. Okay. Everyone did. So they're taking this and they're inserting this into their prom picture. <laughs> That's what it looks like. It looks like a prom picture and it was not called. I mean, that is unreal. <sighs> Listen, we've talked about it a little bit last night off the air. We'll talk about it now. It's really hard betting this. It's really hard watching the officials have impact of games, literally swinging games results on these things. I've told you this for a decade. I don't know what pass interference is. I don't know when they call it. I don't know when they don't. I watch the games every week. I've been watching them since I was a little kid. I thought I knew what it was then. I don't know what it is now. This sure looked like pass interference. I mean, if this happens in the first quarter, they want to eject the Dolphin DB. Like automatic, get out of here. Like this is like five flags come raining down like a strip club with dollar bills. It's all come flying on on, on the call. You think time of game, like an NHL game, impacts the call. And that's what's so frustrating about what the NFL is doing. Is it like, oh, the Dolphins are the most more popular team. We need the Dolphins around. Okay, just let them, let them play it out. It's just suspicious. It's just getting very suspicious. It's like uh, the NBA. I don't want to make that jump. It's just I'm, not, I'm just saying the NBA, the NBA has had this forever where yeah. star, star teams, star players, they get the non-call or the call when they need it in the fourth quarter. The Dolphins are, are a much pop, more popular team than the Bears are right now. Bears are going nowhere. They've given up two of their best defensive players at the trade deadline. They added Claypool in. Record number of rushing yards uh, yesterday for a quarterback in a single game. He was awesome. Justin Fields. Yeah, he was incredible running the ball. He was okay throwing the ball, but running the ball, he was amazing. And their offense is starting to look a lot like Texas circa Vince Young. Like it's one guy and he can throw well enough, but he's so good at running the football as you can't spy him. It doesn't matter whether you spy him or not. He's going to get can't spy him. Like why can't you spy him? He's too fast. Man. He's just too quick. He gets himself to, to the edge. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, Dolphins were spying him yesterday, and he killed him. Absolutely Chef, killed him. Chef Benny just popped in the chat and said, what do the kids say? It's sus. It is. It sucks, and it's sus, and it's annoying, and it's frustrating because, again, this didn't impact my bet. I lost regardless. But if I'm a Bears fan, I'm going, wait a minute. You guys throw flags for, like, really meaningless things in the first half. And then we get to the fourth quarter, and it's the most important drive of the game. And the ball's in the air, and this is going on. The ball is not even in the picture. Look at the hands all over this dude. There's two guys all over. The ball is not even in the frame, and there's not a call there? I mean, at very least, it's at the 20-yard line. It's a field goal attempt to tie the game. We go right, overtime right, at the very right, least. Right. 
Um, yeah, I, I, I've been saying this for a long time, man. It's hard. We bet real money on this stuff. I mean, like in the books, we take a zillion dollars on this stuff. And, you know, we got friends. I get, I mean, you know, Murray at the Westgate says this, he, he calls this ref ball. That's what he calls the NFL. I mean, it's tough. It's, 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 it's tough. And when you see it and it's so impactful, you're like, does this, does this stop you or, or make you not want to bet it? Like, is it, it happening? Stop me. It's just frustrating because I think if the leagues are going to be in bed with the books for a while, the league, every referee was a part-time referee. Now they've got full-time referees. Some they have to do a better job of investing into the product of the referee. Like legitimately hire That's these true. guys as, as full-time yeah. employees make advancements. The chain gang guy can't be 65. Okay. And stop, stop. Okay. Stop using a chain. Okay. Figure out a way chain to have the guys fo- a good gig for an old guy. What are you talking about? It's a great face, until he run over and breaks his leg because some 30, oh, 300 drop, pound lineman rolls him up. Drop that like, chain, man. Get out of the way. Brutal. So you've got, I you mean, ever do that. I did that. I held for a peewee football game. I've done that, but never yeah. physically real. Like, like a real it's kind of game. fun. But then you <laughs> realize, like, like wait a second, these kids are being impacted by me being right, like standing here. This right. is strange. Yes, you're in the game. You're part of the game. And yet we don't think about that because if you're talking about the referees, it's normally bad. If we're not talking right. about the referees, they did a good job. But right. like, you know, putting a microchip on the nose of the football so we know whether it broke the plane or not. Like there's all these different things that we could have in the NFL, but they like the old school nature because you have 75, 85 year old owners that just want the game the way the game's always been. So no one's trying to make advancements. I don't want to over-officiate the game. I don't need to over-officiate I need to be consistent. I don't care about officials, whether you call something or not. You have to be consistent. I don't care if a ball is a strike at the knees or not. You have to be consistent. It's the same. I, I don't mind if you say this is not pass interference. Okay, in the first quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, overtime, this is not pass interference. But it is pass interference in the first half. By the, letter, by the letter of the law, it's pass interference yesterday, today, tomorrow, next week. It's by the letter of the law, what is pass interference? And that's why I still sometimes I don't know what traveling is in the NBA. Another one that's like, is that traveling? Because that sure looked like it. And when you slow it down, you're like, I think he took three steps. They call this Euro step thing now that by the letter of the law, if you're going to have rules, apply them. Be consistent. If you're not, what are we doing? It's it's nuts. I mean, I, I feel for Bears fans. I really do. You're you're not going anywhere. But that was a game you should have. What do you mean? They're a game out of a playoff spot. <laughs> They're not going anywhere. But it was it was an opportunity for them to win a game or at least Eight be in overtime Bears. against the Dolphins. It's just it's not good. Raven Saints tonight. Any interest in this game? You know, told you the story about Mikey. Mikey is a writer. Down at the Golden Gate. Big fan of the show. Has his own BVB hat that he designed. Personally delivered it to him. Every time I go down there, I try to see him and say hello. Was down there yesterday visiting with some people. And then I ended up making my way over to Mandalay Bay. And I have a story to tell about that later as well. And best thing about today. But I see Mikey. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Love the show. You guys are doing great. You know. Told him about you know being moved up and at night. So we haven't talked about that yet. It. 
Yeah. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll mention that. that too. Um he goes, Dave, I'm one of 21 people left in the last man standing contest. And I was like, whoa, the last man standing contest is here at Station Casinos. You buy three entries, you get four. It's $25 an entry. So you pay 75 bucks, you get four entries. Pick one game a week against the spread, win and move on, lose, you're out. There's 21 people left. And I'm like, well, Mikey, wait, you know, I don't even want him to tell me what he has. And he's excited and he goes, I got, I, I said, did you get through today yet? Because it was in the afternoon. And so it was like the, the Bucks were playing. I was hoping he had something. Everything's always a half point, so you cannot possibly push. He goes, no. I said, are you losing? He's like, no, I got tomorrow night's game. I was like, oh, who do you got? He goes, I got the Ravens minus two and a half. Do you like it? And I was like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm rooting for you, Mikey. I, I am, am rooting for you. I'm in a hundred percent. I have a ticket on the Ravens to win the division, the Ravens to go over the win total. I am a hundred percent rooting for you. I want you to win. I a half for you. Ravens before the buy are, I think, three, seven, and one, their last 11 games, ATS. I don't want to hear the negative stats from Mikey. He's this close to 150 grand. He's writing tickets at the Golden Gate. This would be a life changer. I mean, just get the Ravens in. Do I have any interest? I did not until I heard Mikey's story, and now I do. Figured I'd bring it to the brigade. Do you have a side in this game? Total. I haven't been on the total. Oh, for better to book it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's right. it. Okay. I, I don't, I'm not dealing with props tonight. I'm watching. I'm. Not, I'm not watching this game. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm watching college basketball. <laughs> the NFL product. Last night's game. Oh yeah. yeah. Overtime oh, game. No. Titans and the Chiefs. Man, should have been entertaining. You, you would think that I would have been entertained by an overtime game. I was bored to death by that game. I thought that game sucked last night. And the I, NFL's uh, got a problem that their primetime games are becoming literally unwatchable. They were always the the best games. They always it seemed like the most competitive games. They put on games that for whatever reason, even if you didn't have big names or stories, like the games were good. And then, you know, now I said this to you last night. There used to be if there's 15 games. Now, granted, Six teams were off yesterday. This is a right. problem. When they put six yeah. teams off on a bye, you get some crap games, and now you don't have options, so you have way less games. If everybody plays their 16 games, there used to be like two duds, and the rest of the games were good. Now it's flipped. Most of the games are duds or look the same, and there's two compelling, entertaining games, crazy endings, whatever. I don't know, man. I, I, I'm with you. I'm... I'm going to be watching NBA majority tonight. Um, taking a peek at college basketball, not too much, to be perfectly honest. I'll look at scores. I'm interested in seeing like what Creighton does, you know, things like that for the show. But Fox Sports One, it's on Fox Sports One. <laughs> Nationally, get the most game. St. <laughs> Thomas of Minnesota gets a game on, on Fox Sports One. <laughs> Jays are a top ten team. Got that number nine next to their name. Man. Beautiful. It's awesome. I can't wait. I'm so happy. I get out of my class tonight. Zip right to my right. The game starts at 530 our time. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm so excited. Wow. Let's go. All right. 
It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, okay. So you, you teased it a bit. So let's make the announcement. Starting tonight, if you are watching on Sports Grid, we are moving up in the world. The show. Still late night. Still, still late, late night, but late. it's late night East Coast. So we're midnight Eastern now. Yeah. We're 9 p.m. on the West Coast. How about that? A little 9 p.m. action. So basically when the game is over for Mon- Monday Night Football, Go over to Sports Grid. You can rewatch BVB <laughs> right away. Go, right? go right in. Go right into it. Uh, on, you know, it's it's perfect. The East Coast, West Coast game ends. You know, eleven o'clock, eight o'clock, eight thirty, West Coast time. Nine o'clock. Bam. Let ten thirty, eleven, eleven thirty. End of the game of Monday Night Football. Roll right. right into midnight Eastern for BVB on Sports Grid. SportsGrid.com to check your local listings of where you guys can find Sports Grid TV. But you got it online at SportsGrid.com. Samsung smart TVs, Hisense smart TVs all have these alt channels that are available on your TV, right? Samsung TV, it's really easy. It's called Samsung Plus, I think it's called. Yep. And it's just click on it. We're I think 1160. We're channel, it's channel 1160. You. Yeah. Channel 1160. It's 24 7 Sports Grid. And we come on at nine o'clock starting tonight on Sports Grid. It's pretty cool. It's very cool. Um, so. You guys, again, liking the show. Thank you. Subscribing to the show. Thank you. You guys will put the chat up. You guys, it's, it's pretty cool to see your names on the TV and all these things that we talk about and do and these graphics and stuff. I, it's, it's going, guys. It's, it's, it's a train. It's going. I'm glad you're on board. And I don't know where it's going. Uh, we're on the track. It's kind of winding and going different places. We're going to find out about all of that this week, hopefully. But uh, thank you. Absolutely. So that starts tonight on Sports Grid, nine o'clock Pacific, midnight Eastern time for the replay on Sports Grid TV. All right, Omaha Steak Searing Hot Take of the Day. We've not touched on the World Series just yet. No. Nope. 13th of November. That's when the friends and family sale will end. You guys, I mean, in the last week, I cannot believe how many people have been buying stuff for Omaha Steaks. Thank They're you. tweeting at us. Omaha Steaks is tweeting at us because of how much you guys are buying right, right now. It's how unbelievable. So we could not be thank more thankful. BVB at checkout. Minimum order is required size-wise, but 50% off the friends and family sale, omahasteaks.com, because they're getting ready for the holidays. Right. Still need your address, Dave, by the way. Remind me after the show. I'm mm. going to get that from you on that. And it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen over the next couple of weeks with what Omaha Steaks is going to offer because Thanksgiving, Christmas, good stuff to come. But right now they're half off the entire site. BVB at checkout. Save 30 bucks at checkout with promo code BVB at OmahaSteaks.com. Mattress Mac won $75 million. Yes, he did. He took 30 from Caesars. Yes, he did. <laughs> this is being called the biggest sports gambling win in history. You've been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that label? Yeah. That 30 million is, I mean, I don't care how big you are and all these things like that's a big, that's a chunk. That's, that's a big nut. I, I ain't never heard of no bigger than that. I was like, Ooh, man. I mean, I seen, uh, you know, our guys at win, I think blow 12, uh, bad Fred blows five 30. You got to take a lot of bets and a lot of big bets to even get break even. I mean, think about it. Tell you all the time, it's a three to five percent business if you're doing good. Higher if you're doing great. Thirty million, 
I mean, that's three percent of what? That's that's a lot of handle. So does that destroy a year? <laughs> I mean, some places that could close. <laughs> it's not going to close Caesars, but that's yeah. They're gonna they're gonna look at the numbers and go, what the hell happened here? Who approved this bet? Like, you want to give them to win ten? I mean, that's that's fair. I mean, that's you can recover from that. Thirty. How much business are they doing? I don't know. Seventy-five. Happy, I could tell you that. Well, look, the contest he ran for his furniture company was basically you spend three thousand dollars if the Astros win the World Series, I double it. So. I can't wait to see, like, I'm guessing. And I'd be walking in there getting a whole new living room set, dining room, not not dining room. Well, okay, so you spend four, say you've been $4,000 for the new living room, right? Spend four grand. Astros win the World Series, you get another four grand. So you go back in, like, uh, it's a good problem to have, but obviously, but like, you got to wonder, like, the inventory going on. <laughs> for his for his for man, I mean, he's gonna. He, well, I mean, if it's free, you wait a year to get the furniture. Who cares? Right. I mean, it's you have a credit of four thousand dollars to go ahead and go take whatever you want. No, it's not just your furniture is not free. You're getting an right. additional. Your first purchase is free. That's right. You're doubling it. You get you get right. another. That's what I mean. 000. Like we went in and we bought the bedroom set and stuff, and we spent eight dimes. And well, okay, right. now I'm going to get. I'm going, I'm going another eight. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get the family room. I'm getting yeah. a nice corner couch at L shape, big ass couch or something, man. I'm getting it all. That's awesome. That's awesome. He's furnishing a lot of people's houses. Not just, so I wonder, room. I wonder. So 75 mil is what he took down. I wonder how much he's going to have to pay out. That'll, that'll be the next question. And ain't even like. close to 75. Ain't even close. Well, the last time I guess he did the last time when the when the Astros won the World Series, I think it was ten million dollars he paid out, and he won yeah. like he won like five, cleared like five million. Yeah. So yeah, you're so getting I mean, it's, like, it's twenty. He's, he he's making yeah. he's making fifty million. <laughs> I mean, twenty five million in cost of, of furniture, he's still making fifty. I mean, getting those prices at big plus monies is nice. You know, like, I mean, I still haven't gone around and cashed the tickets yet. I got to get, pick up some, some money. I got five to one, nine to one. Those are fun, you know, because you, you, you get a hundred and nine to one, you pick up a thousand. It's great. You know, you get 900 plus your one back. It's fun. You'd think anybody would want to go for a ride with me. I can't even get the missus to come for the ride to go pick it up. She ain't watching the show. I could say it. That's all right. <laughs> Asked my wife yesterday to say, "Hey, let's go around and pick up a couple tickets. We're gonna you know, pick up a few thousand dollars." She says, "I'm busy. I got to go to Walmart and get toilet paper." There we go. Unbelievable. One other baseball conversation. Congrats to the Astros, by the way. Hell of a run. So now we're clearly the, the best team. One, yeah. I mean, there's no, there's no debate. Nobody got lucky. Nobody cheated. Nobody anything. Yeah. They got one of the best pitching staffs in postseason baseball history. They've been one of the best teams. They hit the ball the other way. They play old school baseball when they do. And it was really cool seeing Dusty Baker. That's the biggest deal. Yeah. That was an awesome thing. Yeah. It's, Dusty it's, getting the ring is is pretty neat. For all great. the time he spent in baseball for him to finally get a championship. It, it's weird. That story was sort of muted given right? history. 
if he was on any other team, I feel like the Astros history caused the media not to highlight Dusty more because the Astros are sort of just like this, like yuck taste in everyone's mouths, baseball team. Like nobody wants to be happy for the Astros. Hmm. Because of 2017. Be that. that's, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's... If, he, like, if he was on the Phillies, if he was the coach of the Phillies, I think we would have heard nonstop Dusty Baker, Dusty Baker, Dusty Baker, lifer, long time. You know, look at this dude, been around the game for so long. Maybe. Been close so many times. You know, the, his kid at home played in the World Series. Yeah, can the kids can never back. forget that. That was crazy. I mean, all, all that stuff that went on in Dusty Baker's life, you know, not getting the ring and he finally got the ring. It's just interesting. I, I'm but surprised. You mentioned that it last night to me, and it, it caused me to think about it. And I'll bring it to the floor here with the, the brigade and stuff. You talked about how engaging the baseball games were, and how a lot of the NFL is not. The players, there was a lot of stories. There was a lot of. I mean, it was it was maybe not a like an on purpose thing that the managers didn't get as much talking about, but it was fun to focus on the players and a lot of their stories and how compelling it was with what the Phillies were doing with Harper and Schwarber and all this other stuff and how the Astros and Alvarez and Verlander and all this other, like it was player focused, which was kind of cool in my opinion, not so much. And it was at the detriment of Dusty not getting maybe as much run in the stories, but Seeing him at the end and being a little kid again and dancing and he's 73. My man looks pretty good for 73. Awesome story. R- r- psyched to see for him, psyched, not so much for the Astros, but psyched for him. He, he gets his first ever championship after all those years in the game. Finally get to get that ring. It's pretty cool. So now we're into the off season. And the first okay. question everybody has right now, <laughs> will the angels trade Otani? No. So there's two interesting. You think will? So there's two interesting trade proposals already being floated around here. Okay, these are mock trades. Hold on, let me see what you put in here. I didn't okay. See yeah, go. Dominguez. I'm I'm not sure who Oswald Pereza is, and Glaber Torres. For Atani. To the Yankees. Okay. That's a no, right? <laughs> I mean, it's a no from me. Okay. I don't know what they're going to do, but uh, that's a no the from Dodgers me. Trade into the Dodgers is essentially like their entire farm system. Six players all rated in the top 50 for the Dodgers farm system. Multiple hitters, pitchers, Bobby Miller, Michael Bush, Miguel Vargas, Landon Knack, Maddox Bruns, Age Andy Page, Ryan Peppo, I'm not sure how to say his last name, but essentially all of the top prospects of the Dodgers to be given to the Angels for Otani. Six to one type of trade. I know what Otani is. I don't know what none of those kids are. I don't know. I I, I mean, I got to be overwhelmed to get a trade for him, I think. Sign-in trade? Yankees trade judge. Didn't they give him? Didn't Otani get a one year, $30 million deal? Yes. He's under contract. Otani can get traded. Yeah. Absolutely. But he's got a one year deal. So it makes sense to get the most for him this offseason. The one year deal is largely seen as just a way of controlling Otani. So he's not a free agent. Oh. Hey, he's we're going to give you down at the chat. This auntie is here. Auntie, welcome. 
brother. I'm so happy to see him in the chat. He types in all caps. You can feel the excitement talking <laughs> about Otani and SoCal's chiming in. Do you want to see, as a baseball fan, we saw this all season, and like when we cut clips and talk about Otani, it's worldwide. Okay. People pay attention. Yeah, to by this. the way, I did that misspelling is me. There's an H in Otani's name. So I apologize for that. I just double right. check on that. That's, that's yeah. fair. That's copies right. and pastes and puts it up. So that's my bad on that. That's all right. Your spelling is, is almost as good as your math sometimes. It's, it's, yeah, it's math probably important. better than my spelling, but yeah. Is it? With, with last math names. Math is better than your spelling? Probably oh, last names are. I do it. For, I mean, I, I do it. Listen, I know you're doing it fast, morning. and you just it's 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 yeah. a lot going on. Um, so chat, give him a break. There's an H in Otani. We know it. Everybody knows. Yeah. It. Um, do you want to see him traded as a baseball yes. fan? Yes. But like, what if they trade him to the Astros? That'd be terrible. No. Get him out of the Angels. Get him away for that worthless franchise. Worthless they've, franchise. They've ruined Mike Trout. They're gonna ruin Otani. I am done Whoa. with the. I am done with that franchise. Really, done. Get Otani. Get Mike Trout. Man, I got the Angels stuff. Please don't get rid of it. Although I like get, the Angels stuff, but like I got get the- rid of Otani. Get rid of Mike Trout. Just start over again. <laughs> Just drunk said I would give six of my own children for Otani. <laughs> to who? Which which team? <laughs> Trent Junk's a Red Sox fan, is he not? Tell us, Trent. I don't know. I he mean, ain't going to the East Coast. I don't know if I agree with that. I think New York's a real possibility. Oh, man. I mean, I think Chicago's a guy. I think any I'm major market. Selfishly, I love the fact that he's on the West Coast. I see every game. Well, it's bigger for the Asian market for him to be on the West Coast. They can watch the games bet easier. So it, it, it makes sense for him. But... I mean, Seattle is a very likely logical place if they could figure out how who to give up for him. Oh, Trent Junk said Cubbies. That's where he's a fan of. Oh, okay. He's not going to Chicago. The Midwest. Can you imagine him going? No, no, no. no he no, would no. own the whole place. The whole. He joint. would, but it, it's a bad. I mean, St. Louis. No. Chicago no. Cubs. No. No. They're gonna. He's gonna go he's to a market. Great black and gold, man. That Pirates would give him a whole team. Come to Pittsburgh, man. It's a great <laughs> ballpark. It'd be unreal. Can you imagine? You have a better chance of pitching for the Pirates than Otani does. My arm hurts. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't. Trying to get it loose. And I go to that fantasy camp as an adult. I can't wait. Yeah. Look, I, I think Angels would look to trade him into the National League. And I think they'd look <laughs> to trade him on the West Coast. So I still think the so Giants. Seattle's out. There's, there's no chance. Not out, but it's, it, it's just I, I don't see Seattle being a logical place. But I think the Giants, if they miss out on Trout, I think the Giants will focus on Otani and try to go miss get out on Trout. I mean, sorry, miss out on Judge. Excuse me. Oh, yeah, miss out on Judge. I was like, sorry. wait a second, ain't yeah, trading Trout too? What are you sorry. talking about? If they miss out on Judge. If the Giants don't get Judge, I think they will focus on Otani. Crap, and try to go get him. They've got to compete with the Dodgers. I mean, so the Dodgers is- are going to be. Involved in both Atani and Judge. Both those markets, Dodgers are going to be involved in 100%. Oy. It's hard to compete with that. Padres could be a likely. I mean, I could see them in, in, in San Diego. Ooh. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to give up one Ooh. of their real big studs, but I could see them. I could see the, the Padres being involved. 
I just think it's going to be a National League team on the West Coast is where Otani, if he gets traded, that's where he'll wind up going. Because no team's trading for him unless he says, I'm re-signing with you. I'm not coming to play for one year. I'm going to re-sign. So they're not going to give up what they would want to give up. You know, what, what the Angels are going to want for Otani, the team trading for Otani is going to want a five-year deal with Otani. Uh, uh, it's not going to be a quick one and done. Five years? They probably want 10. Okay, whatever. Maybe a life, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a, a right, huge contract. To, would Lock you sign down. that length of a contract if you're Otani? Nope. I would not either. I wouldn't sign it if... I mean, I don't get, I know the money's guaranteed and it's great, but I just wouldn't do it. The numbers are all Worked funky. We Harper. don't know. Worked out well. Yeah. I mean, you can do it. I, I mean, just, I, I don't. Best. Like that looks amazing what that contract did. But then I got other people telling me Philly ain't going to be back there ever. So. Ever. Uh, yeah. They're like that. That run was so improbable. The fact that they changed the rules to allow another wild card in and blah, 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 blah. I was like, man, relax. It just, it just ended. Calm down. And now, how far are the Angels away if they keep him? From they, what? From just making the damn playoffs. At this point, we need to see Otani in the playoffs. Do we not? The distance from us to the moon. It's F4. That, that, that's how far away the Angels are from making the playoffs. Okay? that That's how far they are. It's that far. They I mean, the Astros and the Mariners. Have or laughing stocks cemented. They're not competing. Okay. You're just not. Trout's going to get more. Trout, the older Trout gets, the more hurt he's going to become. He's going to miss more and more time the older he gets. Atani is the star, but yes. you're going to burn him into the ground if you keep on pitching him and throwing him and batting him and having him play meaningless games. I don't know. I, Meaningless games. I got that throwback angel stuff. I just got, I don't want them to trade it. Then I got to, but I never wear that stuff again. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you got to get. You're going to be the guy to trade in a show. Tony, you better get some guys that are going to make you good within two years. Like, yeah, better. but I mean, you could trade. I mean, I'm fine with trading for players that are top. I mean, you get one, two, three level prospects, you know, top three level prospects from whoever you're trading from. You have to raid whatever team you're, you're getting. You have to basically rebuild your entire farm system. And that would mean the Dodgers would be a very logical place for them because the Dodgers have the prospects that people would want, the teams would want. Man. So, I mean, look at the players who have come out of the the Dodgers farm system the last five years. They've got <laughs> really good players. So that's the way you do it. If you're the Angels, you have to have the right baseball person, the right person who looks, looks at a player, evaluates the player, projects the player, and then makes a monster blockbuster Herschel Walker type trade. I guess. I, guess, I mean, that's, that's, you know. Otani's oh. way more valuable as a trade chip for the Angels than he is as a player. What, you win one game every six days? Yippee. Team's awful. Man, it's a tough spot to be in. Team's awful. Absolutely awful. What do you think of my shirt, by the way? It's just a Marshawn Lynch. I'm here, so just don't get fined. Oh, wow. How about that? Who did the drawing? Um, I don't know. He's got a store. It's called Beast Mode. It's down at Mandalay Bay. 
and a couple of his expressions are on the store. I popped in there yesterday. That's going to be my favorite thing about today. Is it Beast Mode? Is it Marshawn's store? It's a. It's called Beast Mode. I got the. I got the stuff. It must right be. Here. It must be his store. No. Yeah. Yeah. And so you know they got shirts in Raider colors and Seahawks colors and Bills colors. Um, a couple of other of his expressions. Take care of your chicken. I got a T-shirt that says "Take care of your chicken." I love it. I can't get enough of it. I just had to oh recognize that. Yeah. Uh, all right. LSU knocks Alabama out of the college football playoffs. Wow. Wow. Where are we? So Bama's out. Tennessee's. There out. ain't no way they're back in, right? Tennessee. No, Bama. Bama. Out. No, Bama's out. out. No, Bama's out. out. Two losses, no matter what. They win it. A bunch of teams lose. They can't get right. it. We've never seen a two-loss team in the playoffs. Bama's not getting in. They're out. What do if you there make? There was going to be a two-loss team in a playoff. It would they find a way to get Bama in? But let's hope you're LSU. Right. The two-loss team to get in will be LSU. Oh, because they beat Bama. No, they beat Tennessee. They beat Alabama. I'm sorry. No, sorry. I lost Tennessee. They beat Alabama. They beat Georgia. So they would get in. Losing the Florida State by a blocked extra point. And then losing Tennessee badly at home, but beating Georgia, beating Alabama make, makes up for it. They would have won the Georgia SEC. Yet. What are you talking about? What? They, they would have beat- had to. Correct. They would have to get oh, a two-loss oh, team oh, in. Oh, okay. They okay, would have okay, beaten. Okay. If they okay. lose to Georgia, they're three mm-hmm. losses and they're gone. Okay. So we never had a two-loss team. We never have a three-loss team. But what do you make of the market? I mean, what in terms of odds to win? This is FanDuel. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just two. This looks like two big ten teams are getting in. I I think so. As long as Ohio State, Michigan isn't a they ever let two big ten side. teams in ever before. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. This would be fun if they did. If it's so it's shaping up, it's Ohio shaping State, up Michigan's though. a close game. The loser can still get in. I agree. Ohio State, Michigan's not a close game. The loser's out. In particular, if it's Ohio State, Ohio State gets get gets raced by Michigan at home. They're out. They're not. They're not. They're, if Ohio State destroys Michigan, they're out. Michigan's out. Yeah, probably. Yeah, there ain't no way that it has to be a close game. But I mean, Michigan, I think has they're on the road for one thing. Secondly, the last two performances for Ohio State have not been good. So the wind was ridiculous over the weekend. That was a, I mean, it's wind. just, it you got one of those games. You can't win every game by blowout style. Like it just they don't look happen. bad. Forget about it. They look bad. They can't run the football. Ohio state, the receivers are it's Harrison and that's it. Okay. There. Uh, Ohio state is extremely vulnerable. Michigan goes in there and wins the game by more than a touchdown. Ohio state is gone. They're not making the playoffs. Committee is looking for a reason to leave Ohio State out, given the way they're playing right. Are now. they? Yeah. If they don't annihilate Indiana this weekend, nah. <laughs> these are games they're supposed to be winning going away. So who's on that list? Does Tennessee's numbers surprise you? You're ready to write them off. I already have written them off. They're the third choice after those first couple. You know, it's a bad number. That's what the about, wrong number. What, what about Oregon's number? Oregon's number is interesting. I don't mind Oregon's number right, right behind Tennessee's. That's, you know, I don't buy in TCU, but I've been proven wrong before. They're undefeated. If they beat Texas this weekend, their numbers will shrink and they'll probably be in the top four. Oh, man. 
when the committee poll comes out, I can't wait to see what the, because it, because Tennessee being the number one team in the first college football rankings was a, was laughable. I mean that you gave Georgia exactly what Kirby smart wanted. Kirby smart probably did a victory lap when he saw that go, Oh my gosh, we're at home. We're a, we're the three and they're the one and we're eight point favorites. Oh, this is so good. I, I could you imagine what he was saying to his kids pregame? Go, hey, by the way, they think you're three. You're the defending champs, and you're the third best team in the country. I think it's time to go remind everybody who the fuck we are. Oh, you think he said that? Yeah. And his team came out and turned the volunteers over and pulled their pants down and spanked them for four quarters. <laughs> Your graphics are terrible. <laughs> turn, you know, turn that. Orange bottom so red. So what's the number? Bright I can't red. Find the game yet? I'm still scrolling, what? still what? looking. What are you looking for? Texas TCU. Did you see the number? Texas is a big favorite. Seven point favorite. Yep. Isn't it seven? Didn't it go to seven and a half? Up. It's Open. painted seven right now. Sixty five is the total. Yeah, it's come down from. I think it opened seven and a half. Yeah. So bye bye TCU. Don't waste yep. your money betting TCU to win it all. Right. So LSU is the team on this list that is the most interesting to me. The value is on LSU on this list. Arkansas is going to be the game of the year for LSU, not last week, because they've got to avoid possible. Because they got to avoid the rat poison, as Nick Saban would say. Rat. LSU hasn't been in this position in a really long time. They control their destiny to go to Atlanta. They're only three point favorites on the road at Arkansas. Arkansas lost to Liberty last week, but in the two previous weeks, their offense was unstoppable. Somehow Liberty, who now is eight and one went into Fayetteville and beat them there. Liberty should be in a playoff. <laughs> eight and one just went and, and beat SEC team at the SEC team. Yep. It's pretty impressive. So LSU, if they can avoid the rat poison and win this week, they have a cupcake the next week. And then the end with A&M cupcake, they will run the table. They will be in Atlanta for the championship game in the first weekend in December and a chance to win the sec and make the playoffs. They do that. They're in and you could play off the number. So they have two losses. Correct. And they lost to Tennessee. Bad. You're going to put them ahead if Tennessee runs a table with Tennessee one not loss. winning the East. Tennessee, it, 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 it's not happening. Uh, I understand. It's just, it's crazy how Tennessee can have one loss and have destroyed LSU, destroyed them. Talk about pulling their pants down, smack them on the booty or whatever you said. Yep. They did that. Yep. At their place. Yep. And they're going to make plans for the because Tennessee Sugar has Bowl. beaten nobody away from home. And there's one win that they've got on their resume. That's any good. And that one win other than LSU just got blown up because Alabama lost. <laughs> Georgia wasn't the game they had to win. It was great. You beat, you beat Alabama. Congratulations. We love you, Tennessee. You had to beat Georgia. That was the game. All that Bama game did was make the Georgia game more relevant to get a more focused Georgia team who took your clothes off and beat you, you know, like a rented mule. (laughs) I told you it was going to happen. 
all you all you volunteer fans, all you people who are running your mouths going crazy. The public, you guys just you ran your mouth too much. The entire game day crew, they all picked Tennessee. It's like, what the hell are you guys doing? You all picked Tennessee. I'm like, what? I'm like, you guys forgotten who Georgia is. And even Kirk Herbstreit apologized after the games. I'm really sorry. I I bought into it. I drank the orange Kool-Aid. It was not. You know, I wasn't seeing it right. And then Kirby Smart walked in there and reminded everyone, everybody, that, hey, <laughs> this team still is still Georgia. Still Georgia. <laughs> you can't run on them. You can't throw on them. They will smack you between the hedges. Like people forget playing. I tried telling everyone Thursday and Friday, you're playing at Athens. This is not Knoxville. This yeah. is in Georgia where oh, they're the three man. seed. Okay. <laughs> Like this is one of the hardest places to play in all of college football is to go to Georgia and win. If LSU keeps winning, this help, this helps Tennessee strengthen their schedule too. By the way, it, look, Steve, Stevie Mac is a, a, a Tennessee Vol fan, so you just gotta like temper what he's saying. <laughs> They're done. Okay, They're done. Tennessee's done. done. Okay, just stop talking. Done. Tennessee D one D O N E D one done. done. In order, the amount of stuff that has to happen for Tennessee to make the playoffs is ridiculous. They don't have another game on their schedule that's going to let them shine. Okay, Georgia wins the SEC. Play it out. Have how it's supposed to go. Okay, Georgia wins the SEC. One is gone. Okay, number two is the Big Ten winner. But there could be two Big Ten teams that get in. There's three. All right. If TCU runs the table and TCU is under the table, they're up. I'm just saying if they did, a Big 12 undefeated champ is in. That's four. Okay. Oregon has one loss to Georgia early in the year. You can excuse it and brush it off. Bo Nix is now a Heisman Trophy candidate. Oregon runs the table, beats everybody. They got a shot to be one of the teams that will be in. It's going to be an interesting year to say the least, but if you don't win your division, you're not making the playoffs. You're just not. Tennessee is not winning their division. They're not getting in. Hmm. I don't know. I still see a way for them to get in. Everybody has How? to lose. Play, play it. Play it out. How is no Tennessee going to get in? No okay. big 12. No big 12. Okay. Possible. No Pac-12, okay. no Big 12. Mm-hmm. One Big 10 team. In this scenario, Michigan and Ohio State, one of the teams undefeated, right? One of them? Well, yeah. And the only other be, loss. You look at their remaining schedule. The only game left. I agree. They, so the only other loss, trouble. the only other loss is Ohio State, Michigan, right? So they lost to each other. One of those teams lost, right? Yeah, they're going to put Tennessee ahead of the other team. Baloney. Hell no. Absolutely not. In particular, if Ohio State Saturday, the coach of the Indianapolis Colts, they're going to have nothing to do with this. Anything can happen. Nothing to do with this conversation. Anything can happen. If Michigan goes to Ohio Ohio State and loses, okay, and their only loss is to Ohio State on the road, Michigan's going to get in. I don't know, man. A one loss Michigan against a one loss Tennessee team, Michigan's getting in. I think you're wrong. Okay. They never let two Big Ten teams in there before. They let two SEC teams in there before. They might let that Tennessee team back in. If Tennessee run, what if Hooker wins the Heisman? Hooker's not winning the Heisman. That's dead it's too. Second choice. What are you talking about? He's not winning the Heisman. Hooker's not 
winning the Heisman. Stop this conversation right now. It's not happening. Second choice. Great. (laughs) Doesn't mean anything to me. If they blow out the rest of the teams on their schedule, he can't win the Heisman. I do not believe Hooker. In Ohio State loses to Michigan. Well, even even with that, I think the Quorum kid wins it. Michigan, if Michigan beats running back over Michigan beats Ohio State, yeah. Michigan beats Ohio State. They're undefeated. They and they're in the playoffs. They yeah. might. Lake Quorum is your Heisman Trophy winner. Six to one right now. Mm-hmm. Stroud's in trouble. He's the odds on favor, but Stroud needs to get it together quickly. What about Bo Nix there at eight to one? Well, that's the uh, that's the dark horse. Interesting. How does Oregon finish the season? Question. Right. Like Bo Nix just had a day for the ages. Let yesterday on Saturday. Lit him up. I mean, my God. Lit him so up. You got. You you got Bo Nix charging from the outside like a horse at the you know the at the Belmont Stakes or the you know whatever it was the Breeders Cup on the outside oh, flight line. Did you see that Killed horse in that race? He did the now, back secretariat. How old is is that horse? Is it, can that horse run at the Derby or is that horse not not eligible to run the? Derby? Oh, that horse right. is retiring. That's too bad. No, it's not. Do you know what a horse does when they go retire? Yes, it's a, they have a fun life. They stud. But what? Why hey. did he run the derby? Why did he run the derby? Uh, I don't know. I don't. That horse just so had a. I mean, those, 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 they've called Flightline like a, a generational horse. But if a generational horse is just running the Breeders' Cup, why isn't it? Run, why didn't he run the Derby? He looked like a Triple Crown winning horse. That was a bad horse, man. That was. <laughs> there was no worries. It was it was too easy. He was jogging like throughout the halfway pole. I was at the book. I'm like, I was with the guy. I'm like, that horse is going to win by ten lengths. He's like, how do you know? I'm like, he's jogging. He's he just jog. Watch, and it came around the last turn. And it, you know, when a favorite wins in a book, nobody says either it's a bunch of cheering, or it's dead. And it quiet. was dead. <laughs> it was. I was looking around. There wasn't nobody cheering because you know why they had him. But all the wrong exactas and trifectas. Nobody hit nothing. And it paid two to five. So it was paid two dollars and eighty-eight cents to win for two dollars. Every two dollars you bet, you won eighty-eight cents. That's how big of a favorite it was. Look at this. Omaha Steaks is tweeting out to Chef Benny. Pro tip take the product out of a box and tape a label to the actual product. It saves so much space in your freezer when you make the order. How about that? Omaha Steaks is tweeting Chef Benny right now? Yeah, that's great. That's very cool. I love that. Damn, son. Yeah, right? Boy's doing work. We got to put him on the payroll at some point. That's a good job, man. That's great. That's very cool. Yeah, that was was cool. Yeah, uh, you guys can – I think if I'm betting right now, I'm betting on core. I'm doing the Heisman Trophy. I think the championship game is going to be Michigan, Georgia. This was posed to me yesterday in the book. It was a really good, fun, heated debate with the guys at Circa. Um, if you could pick one team right now, because Georgia looks like, I mean, they're minus 120 to win it all. It's absurd, but it's not. Who's the one team right now? Now, granted, we're not holding you to nothing. Hmm? They could beat Georgia in a one-gamer right now. Michigan. Okay. Ohio State, 
close. Okay. But I think Georgia's defense can take down Harrison. And if you take out Harrison, they can't throw and save their lives. And they can't run the ball either. I don't think Ohio State's very good. To be, I'm being totally honest. I don't. I think Ohio State is regressing before our eyes. Wow. Michigan is Michigan is on the way up. Michigan's running attack is turning into just ferocious right now. <laughs> wow. If, if I'm betting right now, Michigan's beating Ohio State. Michigan's winning the Big Ten. You're twelve point dogs. Yep. And Michigan's gonna Michigan, Michigan's gonna be the two seed. And it's going to be Georgia, Michigan in the championship game. It's a fun year. It's a fun. It's a really it's fun, a fun year. I mean, it's going to be a fun. Like if you haven't been into the college football, which again, by the way, I don't know why you're not because it's been so much fun. There's a conferences, yeah. championship games are going to be fun. We're going to have a lot to talk about going forward with the Heisman race and all this other crap. I think it is a little more wide open, at least for the team to play Georgia. Georgia's just better than everybody right now. They just are. Um, so I, I I don't know. We'll see. But that's a that's a kind of a bold statement. I'm impressed. You're taking Michigan right now. Yeah, I mean, I like teams that can run the football. Teams that can play defense. Coach that's you know stuck around. Quarterback plays good enough. Got skill players. And it's not the same old Michigan. This is not Lucy with the football, Michigan. <laughs> I love your Lucy with the football analogy. So I start seeing that shit on other shows. I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out who's saying it because I've seen a lot of stuff on the other shows. Say goodbye to grid and then we'll keep it going. Brandon sports Reed, grid. shout out. There you go, sir. Thank you very much. Sports grid. You guys are new time. Mark it down. Record on your, on your DVD. Midnight Eastern, 9 PM Pacific time. We'll back still late night. On sports good, still late night, absolutely. Still on the late night tip. <laughs> Continuing on local uh, live here with YouTube and Twitter for BVB. All right. Uh, props.com story of the day. Let me throw a prop bet at you here for this game coming up tonight that I like. Our boys. But you said bad. you weren't going to watch one play this game. You still got a prop bet? Well, it's our, it's props.com's bet. It's not really okay. mine, but I, li- I, uh, I, I like it. Alvin uh, Kamara over four and a half receptions is only minus 130 here. So. Andy he average? Don't he average five? Pretty much, yes. He's averaging 6.25 receptions per game against the Ravens in his career. Okay. But pretty much six is, I think he gets six. I, I had this prop yesterday. I bet, I bet Austin Eckler over six and a half receptions. He wound up way over that. I think he had eight receptions at the end of the Dropped game. two passes too that I saw. He could have had well, 10. Yeah. yeah. And then... I had oh, I I bet over 37 and a half attempts for by by the way there, there are a couple of prop bets to make the rest of the year. One the Chargers can't run the football at all. They're just going to throw it the entire time. It's all Herbert. It was 37 and a half for attempts. I was like this number is crazy. How is it 37 and a half? And the Falcons are the worst pass defense in the NFL. Everyone's going to pass on them. Are they really? Number 1 yardage in the NFL given up. So it was they did. I had, I had a pick for How Herbert. How did he have 50? I think. Oh, it wasn't even close. Oh, wow. Had, okay. He, he had the last two. He had the last two games. Let me tell you real fast. Um, so chargers Herbert over pass attempts. Autoplay. Yeah. Right now, right now. And then Falcons go the, whoever the quarterback is, if they can throw it all go to the over because they're okay. going to throw like absolute, in, an insane amount on them. Where is the Chargers game? Where is the Chargers in the Falcons game? 
Um, oh, what that's really weird. Oh, that was last week. No, no, I, I, need, I need this week. I don't want that was last week. Here's Chargers. And the number of pass attempts for uh, why? Oh, there it is. Uh, he finished with 43. Okay. 37 and a half. So Herbert now his last four game or three games passing attempts. He said 57, 51, 43. In the last five, it's been 39, 34, 57, 51, 43. So over <laughs> over 37 and a half. 36 and a half or 37 37 and a half. Yeah. It and won't just, be next didn't, week. didn't move the juice, didn't do anything. So it was just not even yardage, just number of pass plays called in the game. Flow has flown over the last three weeks at 37 and a half. Yeah, that's and, and be, the Falcons. That number is going to be moved. The boys are 40. watching the show at the office and different offices <laughs> and risk groups. Thank you. And hit the like button while you're here, boys. But I, yeah, 40 and a half is the number now. It's still probably bet over, to be honest with you. It is, they can't run the ball. <laughs> All they can do is, is rely on Herbert. They w- didn't cover, they pushed the three. Should have lost because I mean, fumble by Eckler, recovered by the defensive lineman. Go the go down, down. dude. Try to be a hero. Go down, just fall down. Fall. Get the ball, kick game winning field goal. Falcons down. win. I win. I win my bet. Instead, try to be a hero. You just drop the ball like he's running, and this bloop, and the ball falls out. Chargers recovered two plays later in field goal range. Game winning kick. Chargers win. Fall down. <laughs> yeah. I like Kamara over four and a half receptions tonight. Okay. Against them. I like that bet tonight. Team bet at minus that, 130. So. That sounds like a good bet. Not a bad. All right. Better to book a time. Yep. Back to the Creighton Blue Jays. I guess DraftKings boosted this this morning. Draft I got Kings this did? last night. Yeah. Creighton Blue Jays what? to win the Big East tournament. Oh, sorry, the Big East regular season, not the tournament. Regular season championship okay. was plus one fifty last night for the Creighton Blue Jays. Now I think it's plus two twenty. They boosted it. Whoa. Okay. They've never won the regular season championship. Oh first man. year out. Never, 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 never. They haven't been it long enough. Never, never. It's been Nova's. Nova's dominated. Jay Wright is no longer the coach of Villanova. Jay Wright is broadcasting games. Jay is to finally win the regular season crown. And in Creighton, the regular season in conference championships, because of what Dane Altman did with the Valley, it matters. Like, this is an important thing to the fan base. They want this. They well, want never this done more it. Than... The first time you do anything, remember. Yeah. I mean, tournament championships. Anything. It's big. The Jays fans <laughs> have been conditioned because of what happened with Dane Altman in the Creighton runs in the dance like this is their first ever sweet 16 run in 2021 they love that color shirt by the way it looks good it's awesome it's a great blue the the blue jays have been because of the valley they would go and making the elite eight or the sweet 16 was like a dream so the conference took on a very right. big it was right. very important to win the conference mm. so jays mm-hmm. fans approach the big east with this way coach mac knows this from northern iowa iowa state creighton Jays win the regular Jays win the regular season this year for the first time. And I hope for your sake, you're right. You're riding or dive. Oh, I mean, I guess we gotta go all in with this. <laughs> we have to. We gotta root this home. Who are we rooting against? Villanova, Connecticut. We're obviously oh, yeah. at UConn. What are the biggest oh. challengers? Those two? That's Those it. Two. <laughs> Those That's two. it. There's nobody else. No, I mean, in terms of 
where we'll be. Um, you know, I think, let me, I'll, I'll give you the, the, the latest as we start play in the big East. Um, Jays are now plus 170 at FanDuel. They were, wow, they were plus 120 last night. Yeah, some people were, some people were betting other people. Who who we, who we else is there? Nova, Nova, Connecticut, Xavier. But it's Nova plus 230, Connecticut plus 470, Xavier plus 550. But I wonder if they, wow. because draft, I wonder because DraftKings bumped up yeah, the Jays. Of course they did. So yes. they just moved to kind of be not totally off market. Got to be price competitive. Hell yeah. Okay. If you're getting Creighton to win the Big East at plus 250, it don't matter what place you have it at. If plus 120, ain't nobody betting it there. Yeah. Interesting. So you want to go get some more bets. Well, that impacted that. I never moved 50 cents overnight for at, at FanDuel. I mean, I thought the odds boost pumped up. I thought that was just like a promotional gimmick. I didn't expect FanDuel to fund. So much better number at FanDuel. Take it at plus 170. Love that number, plus 170. Jays to win the Val- Jays to win uh, the Big East. Tonight, the Jays on Fox Sports 1. It's St. Thomas, not St. Michael's. So this is wrong on the graphic, just FYI. It's St. Thomas of Minnesota, not St. Michael's of Minnesota. I don't know why I was thinking that St. Michael's. St. Thomas. Thomas. St. Michael's, St. Thomas. JD, 20, was just down there. your friend Jeff Dawson was just in St. Thomas yesterday. Ooh, Virgin Islands. Yeah. We lay in 25 and a half tonight. Number now is 28 and a half. I guess so. Yes. Bet it. <laughs> this seems ridiculous to me, but these numbers come in. You heard Casale. If you didn't, you know, see the interview or listen to it. Go back and listen to it. Follow Tom on Twitter. He's a great college basketball, you know, guy to follow. Hopefully, you know, we can kind of have him on on a regular basis. It's super fun. It's super. He, it's, him and I, I, I have so much fun talking to him about college basketball on Twitter. Yeah, I just, it's really enjoyable. Yeah. So, um, you'll learn something. You'll see stuff that you know he's not always right either, but he'll give you yeah. ideas and stuff to think about. Um, these things win too. Yes. Bet it. Yes. <laughs> Only one other game I'm betting in college basketball. The Omaha University of Nebraska Omaha <laughs> is a team. It's not so ridiculous. They're picking on the defending champs, Kansas. Okay. They gave up 85 points a game last year. <laughs> KU is going to hang a hundred on this team tonight. How many are they going to score? Well, they averaged 69 last year. Yeah, but they're not playing to get correct. Kansas. Does, does KU care in the fourth quarter? It's going to be a layup line. No one's going to care. Second half. There's two halves in college. Omaha scoring 50 points tonight. They better for you to get over this number. KU scoring a hundred. Are they putting up a hundred? I think they're scoring a hundred. I think this is going to be, this is a uh, bill self. Is suspended for the total for this? I think it's 88 and a half. Yeah. Why? This is, I'm, be, I'm booking this one. Okay. This is going to fall just short. For you because Omaha doesn't score enough. 95 to 65 is the final score. That gets you over. Yep. You think they're scoring 65 points on Kansas? You're crazy. We'll see 57. Tomorrow. We'll see. 95 57. I'm good. 95 57. You're good. So I'm good. Like that's that's fine. 153. <laughs> uh, so. Okay. 95, 57, 152. Wow. 90, 90, 60, I'm good. Numbers 33 and a half. 
I, I, I'm booking this one. I don't like this over. This is, this is, see now, this is the fun part of this. Like, I'm going to keep an eye on the score tonight. This is my favorite bet. This, I like this bet more than Creighton. I love this bet. <laughs> Do you really? I love this bet. I love this bet. Yep. I'm telling you, you Omaha, get excited about it when Omaha's you get bet. <laughs> boat raced tonight. This is going to be. <laughs> Do you I've not seen, like do you not like Omaha's or scissors? I don't really care about Nebraska Omaha. I mean, they were a D2 school when I was there, and then they've they've gone to D1. They've changed Trent Alberts was their athletic director, took them to D1, changed everything. They're really good at hockey, like really good at college hockey. College basketball, they've been better than the Summit League. They're picked, I think, like sixth or seventh in the Summit League. That's supposed to be very good. Kansas won the Kansas is off the national championship. I don't know if they raised the banner tonight, but I think they might be raising the banner tonight. Oh my gosh. No Bill South, four games. That's why I think it gets really out, out of hand because the coach isn't there to say, hey, yeah, stop. This is the kids get to go have some fun tonight. PB just chimed in and said Flightline had a bone bruise and was sidelined all of June. That's why I didn't race. We got um, horse guys in here, man. We got, I mean, bomber. The, the boys are in. I mean, he said, wow. <laughs> who said, don't block me for talking horses? One of the guys, Jimmy it, Jack with 4K. That's the Farrah joke because Farrah said, so you keep on doing horsing. I want to block you. <laughs> so that, that's the joke. Uh, and then finally, Saints Ravens under 47. Under. In a, in, a game, in a game I'm not even interested in watching. Under. Yep. You just going with the primetime under theme? No, Ravens have been under four last five games. Ravens going into the bye historically have been horrible. Yes. Offensively horrible, defensively yes. horrible. Oh, I just, I, I don't, I mean, I think the Saints might win this game like 20 to 13. Ay, ay, ay. This game's going to suck. This is going to be a bad, bad game tonight. I can't believe we didn't come with the Celtics today. Do you know how I was handicapping? I was looking at games. So I was trying to find so many games to bet on college basketball last night. I don't know who's playing in the NBA tonight, and I don't know who's playing in the NHL tonight. Celtics. Didn't look at it. Celtics are playing this team right here, son. The Grizzlies in in Boston? Nope. In Memphis? Yep. Are they favored? What? Is Boston favored? Boston favored at the Grizzlies, son. What I'm are asking. you talking I'm about? asking, are they? Because they are at Hammer the Grizzlies. They should. They are favored. Hammer the Grizzlies. They're minus three and a half. Grizzlies. Take, take, no. Boston on the road right now is not right. They were at home against the Bulls laying seven on Friday. They didn't cover that number. That was part of the parlay. I hit two out of three in the parlay. Bruins are home against the Blues. That I like. Did you see the number? Over. Was it seven yet? <laughs> it should be right. Against the Blues, it should be. I didn't look. It should be seven. It's probably six and a half. Have you followed at all what's going on with Boston? No, this is the reason why I'm not betting this. Yeah, you, we'll speak that for tomorrow. No, I'm talking about it. I have no interest okay. talking about okay. it. Okay. Right. Yeah, it's it it's such a mess. disgusting, horrific, awful fuck up yeah. by, by Cam Neely. It's, it's the dumbest, it. dumbest thing you could do. Why are you upsetting your team in the way, making this mad? Piss off the fan base. Piss off the market. You, you know, you're, you're the best team in hockey. Stop it. Like, Cam, stop it. Try to slide it in quietly. Just like, we're really good. Let's test how much rope I've got in the market. And it got zip real tight and people like, uh-uh, sorry, no slack for you on this. And he had to quietly, I mean, Gary Bettman buried the Bruins. This kid will not play in the NHL, blah, blah, blah. Look up the story in case you don't know what right, I'm talking about. Right, I don't like right, right. But, so that's why I don't want to touch the Bruins because the team's pissed off. The team weight room today was blasting karma police. Oh. 
Yeah, if you know the lyrics of the song Karma Karma Police, loud enough for the media to hear it, the team was making it known that, hey, Cam, uh-uh, we weren't cool with that. That was stupid. Wow. Yeah. So if that's what you Bruins that's what you, Stanley Cup. That's what you get when you mess with us, the line from Karma Police. Yeah, that's the <laughs> that was the message to Cam ne- to Cam Neely in the in the front office. Don't play with this team. Might have to bet the Bruins will win the Stanley Cup right now. <sighs> Unify a team like that. Yeah. They are not. They are, they are that was minus two dollars is the line. Six is the total, or six and a half under. Over. Wow. Okay. Puck line. Puck line Bruins over. But again, I'm nervous about what, what happened. So not a good story for the Boston Bruins. That was really unfortunate with how good the Bruins are. Cut it out, Cam. Uh, favorite thing about today is what? So uh, I got the pleasure of uh, meeting uh, a kid named Scott and his girlfriend, Hannah, yesterday from Boston. Ooh, uh, where? Do you know where? Well, they, they live in Cape Cod now. Okay. Very nice. Uh, they're by Jeff Dawson, our friend, and they coming out. She's here for a banking conference. He tagged along so he could come and enjoy Vegas for a couple of days. Scott's going back today. Hannah's going to be here the rest of the week, but I went down and met them at Circa and then they wanted to go to Mandalay Bay uh, or they were staying at Mandalay Bay and they were going back and I said, I'll drive you. So I drove them over, literally just met them and young couple in their early thirties. It was great. We had a great conversation about sports, about the show, about strokes, about all this stuff. So drive them back. They go to dinner, and I make my way upstairs. First store I stop at is Suite 160, and I talk to Marcus and Hunter at Suite 160. It's a great store. They got great stuff, a lot of urban stuff, whatever, different things, T-shirts and things like that. Mm -hmm. They're watching the show. They said they would watch the show. We're going to talk to them about possibly doing some reads and some other stuff. But I wanted to shout out Suite 160 and Marcus and Hunter. And then I went across to Lids. And I ended up talking to Connor and Cody over at the lids there. And it turns out I know Connor from a different lids. He's been transferred over to Mandalay Bay. Oh. We talked about some stuff. Surprisingly, I only got one hat. That was the only thing I got. And it was on the sale rack. It wasn't the Jets hat. It wasn't the Ravens hat. But it was a different hat. Picked it up. Had a great conversation with them. And um, then ended up over at the Beast Mode store. And the Beast Mode is where I picked up this. Yeah, I'm just here so I don't get fine T-shirt. And I picked up a couple other ones uh, all about that action boss. And it's just he his expressions. I just love guys that speak the truth. And he he spoke the truth, but uh, doesn't have a driver in Vegas, but he speaks the truth. <laughs> yeah. And I, I saw him last week, two weeks ago, whatever, down at the Westgate. Like he was literally. And so like, here's the beast mode official store. Uh, brand of Marshall That's Lynch, awesome. Las Vegas, right there. We're going to talk to them about some stuff. But I met Ooh. this woman. Her name is Sharon. I'm trying to decide which T-shirts to buy. And she okay. goes, honey, treat yourself, live life. Like, uh, you know, and I was like, you know what? You're right. I've been doing that for, for about two years now. She goes, oh, well, since I had my stroke, that's the only way I live. And I go, since you had your stroke, what do you mean? And she proceeds to tell me the story about her having a stroke. And I go, well, 
I said, you're not going to believe up. this. <laughs> yeah, buckle up. And I tell her my stroke story. She, by the end, is crying and listening to me tell the story because I can tell it so vividly because I'm lucky that not only did I remember it, but I wrote it all down and I've told it on so many stories. So I didn't just buy the T-shirt. I bought a couple T-shirts. but we shared this moment and this story that was just absolutely incredible. And I told her she's at the store. Now she got it on the big screen TV and said, I'm going to watch. She said, I'm either watching us today. I'm going to watch your show. Cause I told her I would wear a shirt from the show. Right. And I said, if you put it on the screen behind you, that's great. It's a gigantic screen in the store. So everybody could see it. That'd be awesome. If not, she's watching it on her phone. But Sharon said, this story is incredible. And I, I, she gave me these little lines of how she lives her life now. Her mom had a stroke and never spoke again and didn't move her right side. She had a stroke and her sister said something's wrong here and got her to the hospital quick. And she recovered. And now she says, I dance, I this, I that. It was awesome. She couldn't believe how well I talked and stuff, but she gave me her card, which I have and said, she said, text me because she said so many things. I was trying, I was taking notes while she was talking, like sharing her story and different expressions. And I'm like, you have so many cool expressions. This is what I do. I say things that I don't know why I say. She's like, oh, honey, I do it all the time. But her three things to live by, I said, I'm, you know what? This is going to be my best thing about today on tomorrow's show. She said, be kind live life and be grateful. She said, I do it every day, David. I do it every day. And I said, God bless you, Sharon. Mm. And she's like, no, God bless you. And we traded phone numbers and I sent her a text on the way home. I said, thank you for making my day. I said, you made my day. Not just buying the t-shirts. I said, you know, we're stroke buddies now. (laughs) So like that's where, so that's how I come home last night. Right. Today. I get a call from Helen. Helen's writing a story about strokes. Villano put her in touch with me. I've never met Helen before. Ooh. She calls at eight o'clock. I answer the phone. I'm like, hey, I thought you said you were calling at nine. She's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm an hour early. It's okay. I have COVID brain. I'll call you back at nine. So we laugh, giggle, whatever. She calls me at nine, asks me a couple of questions. We start talking. This is where it all gets really crazy. She's writing a story. She was born and had a stroke as an infant. Whoa. Not dangerously close, but dangerously close to not making it. She's lived. She's been a study in New York. She was from zero to 15. She was part of a study about the brain and how it works. Now she's a writer. She writes about science and she's putting together she wrote a story in the New York times that appeared about brains and strokes and things like that. Now she's putting together a book. So Volano put her in touch with me to talk about how this happens. And doctors, she literally said to me, neurosurgeons, the smartest people walking the planet don't know shit about what's going on with our brains and how, why this works for one person, why it doesn't work for another. So Helen and I shared a tremendous conversation for 
52 minutes, I believe. Wow. From 9 to 9.52. I was trying to get off the phone before 10. But I told her, I said, where do you live right now? She said, Colorado. But I'm originally from Boston. And I go, what? She goes, oh, yeah, all my family's still back in Boston. Um, old school Italian family. You know, they're all Boston sports and this and that. And I was like, <laughs> I said, you're not going to believe this. I said, I'm doing a show every day. Monday through Friday. It's called the Bostonian versus the book. She's like, what? I said, oh yeah. I said, I said, and my co-host, his name's Matt. He's from Boston. He hasn't lived there for a while, but he's still diehard. She goes, oh my God, give me the link. I'm like, phenomenal. You, you got it. I could not believe it. We talked for another five minutes about Boston and Boston sports. She lives in Colorado now. She loves it. She loves visiting Boston. Of course. That I don't think I'm ever going to live back there. I really Boston. love Colorado. But I'm a diehard. Like, it's just born in you. I can't get it out of me. I said, you'll love the show. <laughs> I said, come. And I sent her the link. So I got all the shout outs. But I had Very one cool. of those days yesterday with stories and met new people. And then I tied up today with an hour before the show with an, a stranger interview for the first time. Helen. From Boston, 29 years old. Hit the like button while you're Helen. Thanks for watching. <laughs> um, I'll be quick if we're long, but for me, Sorry. it's no, it's fine. It, it, I was, it's a continuation from yesterday because when you put things online, you start getting messages from people like the next day. So I, I put it up, I put it up last night. So Madeline is really getting into being a social media person, but she's scared of it. And so it's interesting to see a kid who wants to do something, but you turn the camera on her and she realizes that it's real and she has stage fright. Like she's Ugh. had stage fright. She's done plays where she's had a tough time getting on stage. It's so like, we're trying to counteract this. I'm trying, as I teach my students, basically reps, 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 I'm trying to get Maddie to do reps. Just let's just do it together. And she, so I said to her yesterday, I was like, Hey, it's cold outside. It's not that great. It, it, this feels like when I would make my grandmother, my Nona, your great Nona's sauce mm. recipe. And mm. she was like, well, you cooked yesterday. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I, I made brisket yesterday, but I want to cook this today. It's just inside. That was outside. This is inside. And so she's like, okay. So I was like, do you want to go to the store and like get the stuff, get the ingredients and then we'll come back. And we'll make a TikTok video about it. Right. And she was like, okay. So I spent yesterday teaching my kid, my, my grandmother, her great grandmother's mm. sauce recipe that I learned when I was living in Alabama in 2005, my mom was a connection to my mother. It's like, Hey, I'm really far from home. I need something from home. What can I, what could I do? Like, how do, how do you make your sauce? And so my mom sent me this email that it's been in my email for nearly 20 years now, the same email address. So I go and pull this thing out every couple of years. I pull it out. I print it out. And so if you go to at sports talk, Matt on either on, on Instagram at sports talk, Matt LV on TikTok, Madeline did the voiceover. She did all the shooting. She shot the whole thing with the camera while I was cooking, I was making it. And she, I wrote out the, the, the recipe. She reads it. Like she's trying hard to kind of figure out how to talk to the screen and whatnot, but mm -hmm. it's up right now, how to make my grandmother's sauce recipe, but it's more on Madeline trying to overcome Get your get your kids to overcome the fear of. So she often she says to me all the time, "You and Dave don't say 
leave a comment below enough. She said, she said, we have to tell people that we have to say, so if you go to the, the TikTok or the Instagram wow. and you watch it, leave a comment underneath so I can show Madeline that I've said, Hey, we, we told the audience to comment more underneath. So on All our, right. on our YouTube channel, comment, the chat's always rolling, but if you're watching this on the replay, comment below on what's going on. Or you could have a kid like Kendall, my little kid. She's in it. <laughs> she ain't afraid of nothing. She's already making videos. She wants to produce the show. So I, I told her fair as the producer. You're not producing the show. <laughs> she, she wants Maddie wants to, wants to be the show though. She wants to be on the show. She doesn't want to do anything behind it. She wants to be the star of the show. Yeah. She wants to Kendall wants job. to do the whole thing. She wants her own show. I'm like, <laughs> relax. You're right. It's coming. It's coming. It's there though. I mean, at eight, these kids are growing up with these phones. You know, it's it's just, it's what they're accustomed to now i it's guess amazing. so damn it's, it's, it's in their head so it's 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 quite remarkable hit the like button comment below as madeline telling everyone to do that big show tomorrow a lot of college basketball a lot of and <laughs> tomorrow's tuesday so tomorrow's fun tomorrow's nba tomorrow's nhl and college basketball all of them on a tuesday's bvb we'll talk to you then